video. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Charitable Gastonia. This is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and KTCBroadcasting.com. Saturday morning, shock jocks, sports talk show. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram throughout the Ram. And of course, no, I wasn't listening that hard, TJ. Oh, okay, yeah. Y'all, y'all never really do listen to me, anyhow. So. We, we do, JP. We just you don't pay attention. We don't. Yeah, we listen. There's a difference between listening oh, and paying Terry's attention. Oh, camera's pointing at Tom. That's why it's not. Yeah, what in the world, man? You, you got, know you, got, you, you got Oh, there's there Terry's hey. face. Hey, <laughs> Austin Celtics. <laughs> well, well, folks, if you didn't know, uh, if you're listening on the radio this morning, WCSL 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, we have, uh, we do the we do the show live on video as well on Facebook Live on the KTC Broadcasting Facebook page. What you miss on the radio is our beautiful uh, radio faces that we have. You get to miss JP uh, accidentally uh, lose consciousness every once in a while. Uh, you get to miss, you miss us watch us enjoy our mitchum's kitchen breakfast uh tom what'd you have this morning i had the usual bacon egg and cheese on toast that's exactly what i now, had how did y'all get the usual and me and hunter got the random because y'all bring this y'all, one y'all, y'all, usual. y'all aren't nice to terry terry said that he told her to make whatever and whatever ended up being whatever y'all wanted and just whatever just Middle-aged men got to stick together every now and then. I mean, we go at each other on the show, but really, middle-aged exactly. men got to stick together. I mean, we got whatever, Hunter. 
Hunter, turn us up on the uh, radio side. We got to go all the way to levels. We just got whatever they, they said the cook could just throw together back there. Mm. That's what we feed the millennials. Kind of it took longer here. to mm. fix y'all's probably than ours. That's what we feed the millennials. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> I want some Texas toast. I'm bro. actually glad. I was in the mood for a biscuit this morning. What'd you I, get, JP? I got a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, which I have yet to devour. Okay. It's a little too early for me devoured. to eat. So. Well, good morning, JP. Good morning. Did you have a good week? Uh, yeah, working mostly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be working all I'll be working all, right. all weekend too. Maybe I'll have me a down payment for one of those gladiators hey. and friendship. That's yeah. what I'm working on. Give me a down payment for one of those, Terry. Well, well, Terry I need one of those. Well Terry's gotta leave soon, so we gotta give him the spotlight for a little bit here. Uh Terry, start off real quick. Uh Celtics win game seven <clears throat> last night. Uh better to be lucky than good, Terry. You Celtics got it done, didn't they? It's not lucky than good. I mean <laughs> For Toronto, it's lucky they were even still oh my in gosh. it. Oh, gosh. The defending like the, champions. Yeah, like the shot from three-point line that won a game for them. And mm-hmm. then the other night when they come back after the game and said Kimba got fouled and he should have been at the line, you know, they didn't call that. And then Toronto wins that game. I mean, so the refs kept them in it at one time. And then a, a critical mistake on Boston on one, t- one end while Jalen Brown didn't guard the guy that was uh, standing behind a three-point line. But, uh, you know, Boston come out. Hey, I give Toronto all the credit in the world, though. When you're defending champions, they proved that they could play no matter who they had out there. I think their worst thing about it is we always talk about showing up. Well, Lowry didn't show up. He fouled out 16 Five out of 15 from the floor. I mean, you know, some people say, well, that's you know, Hey, this is big time game seven. Where when you had Leonard, Leonard showed up. You know, Lowry's going to have to make – I know he's been in the league for 14 years, but he's got to make that extra effort to step up because this is his team. He's supposed to lead them, and last night Boston put it on him. They shut him down. Well, again, as I try to tell you guys, having the point guard being the leader, leading scorer of your team doesn't work out. Uh, Kimball Walker gets uh, gets to play with two really good wings, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's in the in the West in the Eastern Conference Finals, and he's never won a playoff series before. Kimba didn't show up at all the last two games. <clears throat> One, he's his shot is is off right now, and and I will get to that in just a second. But but I did want to point out, you know, not only did Toronto lose Kawhi Leonard, they lost Danny Green, so they lost two start. They're both starting their, their wings. They're shooting guard and they're small forward. So, for for Lowry to do what he did as a point guard, he, I think he did pretty good. Um, I think they, they had a chance to win. They could have win. Um, Terry, as far as Boston is concerned, could, could you answer me this, and, and, and you probably do no more better, just wa- watching it, I think y'all aren't using Kimball Walker right at all. I don't, how many times does Jason Tatum or Brown initiate the offense mm-hmm. and Kimba's just standing over in the corner? Like, his speed is so hard to stay in front of, so when he does get the ball, it's almost like he has to hurry up and try to do something with 10, 12 seconds left as opposed to bringing it up and attacking. And and Tatum, to his credit, does pretty decent, but Siakam was all over him defensively with those long arms, and I just didn't understand why Kimba does not run the offense, and that would be the point of bringing him in. And then last night, 5 of 16, 14 points. Is is that a normal thing that they like to run Tatum at the top? That's exactly what Boston's going to run. That's not, I mean, y'all need to trade Kimba well, then. He's not, he's not, that's not his game standing there. Kimba is lucky that he's on our team. 
to even have a chance at winning games. You know, and that's how I'll put this. He's, uh, I mean, you know, be winning games if his, if his front office in Charlotte was worth anything. Yeah, well, true, very true. When you go to Boston, Boston's one of those teams. Like, and I will get to the other game. Two lead scores for Boston last night had fifty points. Tatum and Brown, the the shooting guard, and yeah. the small forward. Yeah. I have nothing wrong with that, but Boston no, can be I'll, led by anybody. I'm just saying that I Tatum can run the show. I'm Brown saying your can offense show, would be Walker a lot better run show. if Kimba was running the actual point, and he's not actually running point. It's, it was kind of weird seeing him him play in a fashion that it just it's not for it's not good for his game at all. Is, is what I'm. What, what I'm well, what do you at. do? I mean, you I'm got, not saying he should ball hog. I'm saying he should have the ball at the top of the key instead of the six eight guy being defended. What what like. Let's stand Kimba in the corner. You might as well just have, you know, Kyle Korver or somebody else stand there, over there if Kimba's out there. It's just what was weird to me is his strength, Hunter Wright, is attacking the basket, being able to put the guy on skates to where he can't stay in front of him. And then I never saw him, like, attack the basket. He would drive and then pull up and either dump it or pull up a little jumper. And when the jumpers were all contested, because Toronto was playing decent defense, so I just thought that was weird how they were using Kimba. It, it was just a little bit. Yeah, I just thing. think that Kimba just in this system doesn't have to play like we're used to seeing him play. No, in he Charlotte. does not. He yeah, does, right. He and doesn't. He doesn't I'm have saying, to. So if if I'm if I'm a coach, and what what, under no what is always I have Jason Tatum initiating the offense instead of Kimba. What always but, think, but what, what do we always think that, that Kimba was really good at? He was good at creating his own shot and then a pick and roll situation. Well Boston really doesn't have a big man that can run the pick, pick and roll. roll. Hmm. So the, there is no pick and roll to be made. A lot of it is you've got your wings on the yeah. perimeter. Uh, Kimba if he does bring the ball up it's you see what the defense is going to give you, and you feed it to one of your wings, and they they pound the rock inside, or they just pull up three. That's that's basketball now, though. Not a lot of teams run the pick and roll, like because we've we I think we all can agree the center essentially is dead. You know, setting the pick and then rolling to the basket. <coughs> it could it's wide open all the time because the centers or power forwards are not in I think the Boston's lane. Going to have more problems with Miami than than Toronto with their with Butler. And the wings and and how aggressive the guards. I mean, Larry and Van Vliet. They're gonna I think the it's going to go seven. He, he I'll be the get. first one to say. I think Miami Boston can go seven. But but you're 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 at the park. You're in the street. You're wherever you are. Who's tougher, Jimmy Butler, or Jason Tatum? I'll how never many question, Duke I will players never have led their team to a championship? Well, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> gonna, never. I'm not going to take happened. anything away from Duke for Jason Tatum playing at Duke because. Jason Tatum, Soft. for a lot of people that don't know, Soft. Jason Tatum, when he first got in the league, person he studied under, under in like his off-seasons was Kobe. His game reminds me a lot of Kobe. I've said it multiple times. He's got a lot. I'm not, I will never say he is Kobe, but he's got a lot of Kobe Bryant in his game. But I will admit, if you ask me which one's got more dog in him, it's 100% Jimmy Butler. Now, do, will they put Jimmy, will they ask Jimmy Butler to exert more energy on the defensive side of the ball guarding Tatum or will they say because we know Tatum could go off for 30 or are they going to say we'll get on Jalen Brown because he could go for 30 that's why to me I, I that's why I had Boston making the the finals to begin with excuse me it's not it has nothing to do with me being a Boston's fan or anything I just think Boston in the east had the most firepower out of any team it's especially especially now that we're getting deep enough 
to where Gordon Hayward could come back. Yeah, getting ready to say they said just clear yeah. quarantine. Said that he yeah. will appear in the series sometime. Didn't say he's going to be ready for Game One. And don't forget, yeah. Smart. He he's, stepped up his uh, game for some reason. He really has. He really. Has. I tell you what. You know? um, he's the reason they won last night. He really is. Um, as far as he I mean, played good defense. Yeah. You have to get – all right, so, I mean, Tatum and Brown got 50. You have to get that from them. Kim was disappointing with 14, and then Smart played good defense and got 16 points. He got tough plays when they needed – and and the Raptors have two guards and, and no wings, really, and Siakam is not a uh, – Well, Siakam really, really never showed up for Toronto. He had 13 last yeah. night, yeah. He never showed up. I mean, he probably averaged like 15 Well, who didn't show up was a newbie with four points and 35 minutes at the small forward position. Good job. Good job, kid. That, Jimmy Butler's getting more than four at small forward I've, I watched Siakam, and, and I said it, I think, before the playoffs started or maybe during even the regular season. Look, Pascal Siakam is good, but he is not that guy yet. Even yeah. with Toronto last year, like he was a great complimentary piece yeah. for Kawhi and Lowry. Does he have that guy potential? Yeah, sure, but he's still a young guy who's learning the game of basketball and learning to play it at a high level. And eventually, yeah, it's not a reliable jump shot. And eventually he will get to the point where he can be reliable. But as of right now, like Kyle Lowry still has to shoulder that team, and it's that's really tough. He's done it for years, but yeah, I, I will say this. If we never see Kyle Lowry again in like a, a conference finals – at least he got his ring. All right. Well, Terry, uh, Celtics to win the championship? I say they do. Tom, well, it, no, I'm going to be honest. Can I say this? Yeah. I'm going to say this right here as Tom's sitting here. Oh, you don't break SEC Congratulations <laughs> to the Lakers. Well, they well, finally <laughs> learned what get the ball inside means. Yeah. When, when you're outsized the team the way mm-hmm. they do. I mean, they, they destroyed they, them on the inside. Yeah. They're, 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 the they're pounding. Well, we they're talked about that a couple weeks game. ago. If you've got oh, that like, size like, advantage. I thought we were talking about Yeah. No. Go inside. It should, because, should, I mean, we'll they, they outscored them like 60-some, 20-some underneath. And well, I was like, who in the world put that in their head? Yeah. Finally. Y'all need to tell me I'm right about that, though. I sent it to Hunter last night in, in a tweet about the bubble getting busted by the by the ladies. House for Houston was kicked out of the bubble, and his wife is raking him over the coals on Instagram right yeah. now. Uh, so Houston's bubble has been popped, uh, so we don't know what's going on in that situation. Yeah, he has left is, the team and had, didn't play the last two And games. that is tonight yeah. at 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let me knew let, that one was coming. Let me get this straight. He left the bubble, but not for his to see his wife. Okay. Right. If that well, is that's the that's the most PC way of well, 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 no no he left the bubble because the team said you have to leave the bubble. The person was there. Yeah. In the bubble. The bubble they, was infiltrated. They infiltrated okay. the bubble. Okay. And I, they I found see. somebody was that was not accounted for was in his room. And, and so I was, nature takes its course. So I I read that <laughs> I read that part of the reason the NBA players were pushing Vegas was because they would have had to stay in the casinos and they could sneak oh, people yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to being locked down in in Orlando, so there's a there's there's a little bit to that. But it was kind of funny. I can't remember who was talking about it. The younger guys are doing well in this bubble because they're not worried about their wife and kids. Where the older <laughs> yeah. guys are, it's distracting to them. You know, it's interesting to to look at it from that angle. But I would maybe look at it from the other angle that. The married guy comes home, plops on the couch, and hangs out in his house. It's the younger guys that want to go out and all this stuff. So I guess there's a bunch of different angles. But it does create a unique situation. Yes. 
you know, where you, you cannot go. And some, some people like my age now, I'd be fine with that. You know, I, I don't really go all that many places, but if you like to go out or you got a wife that likes to go out, it's got to be hard on some of those guys, even though they're making millions of dollars. I do understand that. I remember Kevin said, I'd lock myself up in a bubble for X million dollars. For three months. Like, yeah. Like, I, what are we know. talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got to be a little bit tough, but uh, I guess you're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Denver game. I was going to congratulate Kevin that, the well, Joker. Terry's got to go, I think. Okay, Terry. Terry, before you, Terry's going to umpire and everything. Terry, before you go, you want to tell me I was right? On what? On our conversation last no, night. No, you're wrong. All right. Let's no, see. not 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 in early. We got. We <laughs> see. That's the end. That's not the end. All early. right. All right, Hunter. We got because I wanted Terry to be. He's happy about his Celtics, so I'm gonna. He even brought that in just for five minutes, Tom. Look yeah. at this. He's taking it home. He is what a troll. Yeah, yeah. Get that out what, of here. The biggest Get troll that Take that home. that we've got is is Take is that Terry. home. I got a nice attic for that to go in. Uh, all, right. all right, so Hunter, well, we've got cuz I want Terry to listen to this conversation going down the road then. Um mm. I, so I, we're moving away from the NBA. Now. Well, we were never supposed to get into. I just want him to talk about the Celtics. Oh, okay. We weren't okay. really getting okay. NBA. It was all let right. Terry brag about the Celtics for a minute before we get out of there. So Hunter, I've we got We can't a, do that. I've got a situation. I'm already in NBA mode now. Well, we That's what I'm like, saying. Y'all know, how, like, y'all know how this show works. Uh, we're supposed to do our <laughs> opening segment. Actually, we don't. Terry had to leave, yeah. so we had to let him brag about his Celtics. Now, Hunter, this is specifically for you. Tom is aware of the situation. Terry is aware of the situation. So I've got to explain it to you and get your unbiased opinion on the situation. Okay? Okay. All right. So uh, you're familiar with watching baseball, right? Mm-hmm. You, you've, you've seen pitchers before. You ever seen a sidearm pitcher, Hunter? Yes. Do you are you familiar with baseball rules? Is there a limit to how sidearm a sidearmer can be? No, because you got submarine pitchers that are way below what you would consider a sidearm. Right. So you, you your thought slash opinion is mm-hmm. is that there is no limit to arm angle anywhere. That you've ever heard of in any, anything? No, if you can make it work, you can make it work. So if you're if you're umpiring a baseball game, so let's say high school or college, and the kid's throwing sidearm where it's almost 100 percent underhanded, and the coach for the other team says, "Mr. Umpire Yancey, is that not an illegal pitch? Is that not right? Can he do that?" What would you say to him? Is it in the rule book? You've never been an umpire, either. No, it's not in the rule book. No, it's it's not. There is no rule, right, Tom? Uh, well, here, I looked something up. It said, baseball, never, nearly every pitcher throws overhand, taking advantage of their height, elevation of the mound, blah, blah, blah. Okay? That's Only strategic. a handful of pitchers have enjoyed significant careers throwing underhand like Hayes of Chicago. I, I want to say he played for the White Sox. So we acknowledge that submariners do right. throw. And I call them, in, in the umpire world, we call them the knuckle draggers, you yeah. know? And I and I hate them because if you're calling pitches, you got to be like the batter. You got to pick it up, you, you know, so attention. you can see it, and it's harder to see. It's moving, so I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy calling that <laughs> that pitcher. But at the same time, you're talking about legality versus illegality. There's nothing illegal. Now that being said, uh, Kevin and I already had this conversation that some local leagues will have their rules. All right. So if they have a rule against it, right. you can't. It's just like in in, in, in high school. Agree. If they, if they have high school, printed out or documented, yeah, rules, like in everybody high school, has 
yeah. separate rules. In right? high school, in high school baseball, you can courtesy run for the catcher. That rules in the rule book. All right. you know, so th- now, we'd have to do. Here's the same some thing. irony to the situation. I looked up the, the story I told you about. All right, Hunter. Basically, what I'm getting at is if a you've seen have you seen Rookie of the Year where the kid gets his arm caught and and he can throw really fast. It's been a while. And he's been a Mexican movie, right? And then at the end, he, lo- he they cut, the coach can't never say his name, calls him Rowan Gardner, Hose Ro- Roser, and all that. Have you ever seen that with the Cubs? No. Well, the kid is in the outfield watching a game, and he tears his elbow. And when they fix it, he can throw 100-something miles per hour. So he ends up playing for the Cubs. Well, this, basically the scene is at the end of the movie, he loses it, remember? And how does he throw? Underhanded. He throws it underhanded. There's nothing illegal about it, nothing against it, right? So we're, I just, we're established this, Okay. So, with that said, real quick, some irony to it. In nineteen in the twenties, nineteen twenty two, Tom Gein in North Carolina, in Greensboro, pitched a minor league perfect game underhanded. That was in the nineteen twenties. That's when Babe Ruth played Hunter. Okay, <laughs> this was minor league again. So. Remember though, but again, before you say that, every time somebody says nineteen twenties, when you bring it up, it'll be like. If you don't say Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb's name, you're like, those guys don't count. Like, Roger Hornsby didn't count. He played for the Cardinals. But then you play Babe Ruth, you'll be like, oh, okay. I guess it does. So, Tom Gein, Hunter, reported Tom in the Lincoln County News. In the 1920 Lincoln County News. This is what's so funny about this. In the irony of the situation. Hunter, I'm going to bring it back to you here in just a minute. Used an underhand delivery to deceive his opponents and he was called the underhanded curvologist, and he threw a perfect game, his only win of the season. <laughs> now, Hunter, with all that said, Coach Pitch, Coach Codes out there, those at sidearm or underhanded, should there be a problem? Should there be an issue? And nowhere in any local, in the, in the regulations, rules, Major League rule book, nowhere, anywhere, can a pitch? Can a coach pitcher throw it sidearm or underhanded? Look, I'm just gonna stick with what I said because that's how I feel about most things. If it ain't in the rules, then I guess it's all fair game. But I'm if it's in, but if it's in this. the rules, but if it's in the rules, it's not. Then in you the can't rules, do it. See, but Kevin knows how I feel about weird stuff because we talked about the skunk in the outfield play and things like that. When you do things, and I'm and Kevin, I know it's legal, but when you do things that are unusual, my job gets harder. So, Hunter, in our coach pitch league. I don't care if your job gets yeah, harder, right. Tom. <laughs> right. Who cares? Who cares? I'm just saying. As an umpire. I'm just saying, from my perspective, like when they come out and start doing That's it, the last fucking out tears you're getting there. <laughs> Listen, it is a, if it's an underhand pitch, you know good and well it is not going to have some heat on it unless they – Full-on so, softball wind yeah, that I, up. I, I so, Hunter, at home, you know, my kids, in coach pitch, the kids are three foot tall, right? Mm-hmm. So, at home, we use plastic balls. I fire them in there underhanded to give them the level level throw. Because I throw them overhanded. Think about it. King Griffey Jr. is a perfect example. His swing, I talked to Dustin last night about it, um, about the, the, the ball dropping like that. And if you got a classic left-handed loop swing, you just swing right under it. And... So I throw them in there underhanded to both my son and my daughter for practice. It's just the same thing as soft toss, but I throw it from the pitcher's mound. And so I called. I'm like, we haven't practiced it in practice or anything. We haven't talked about it at all. We haven't even discussed it. But I wanted to know the actual rules on it because I, I didn't know the rules. So 
going to um, this tournament, I decided to call an umpire with the tournament and ask him what they thought. And it ended up being the umpire director of the tournament. And he said that he will not allow sidearm pitching and will not allow underarm pitching and would not argue with me as far as 90 degree, 40 degree, what is okay. I said, I pitched sidearm in high school. Can I throw sidearm? And I was going to scoop it. And he said, no. Has to be overhanded, but nowhere in their in the, in the official organization's rules. I read those this morning, and I have not been given any type of official rules paper that says only overhead. Ah, well, I, if he is going to come out and say that, no, now, I you called can't. Philip Russ, coach. I called Dustin Days, an umpire. He said he agreed with you know Tom. It's not against the rules, and but the only person so far that's against it is the head umpire. Of this organization. Best because it's probably one of the most. He said he's never been asked or seen. I was about to say, that's why. But that don't mean anything. He's like, Kevin, I'm just going to tell you. I'm like most people. If it isn't in the rule book, you can do it. But if he's going to come out and just flat out tell you that you can't do it. And there's no piece of paper. There's no rules. And, and, And here's the thing about it. This is coach pitch, right? This is coach pitch, remember? Mm-hmm. What's the objective of coach pitch? To throw the ball and the child hit it. So our scorebook yesterday, Greg Maddox, our pitcher, had eight Ks in four innings. If he's throwing it underhanded on a flat plane, he doesn't have eight Ks in four innings. So their official policy, Hunter, is we would rather see the five- and six-year-old girls and boys strike out than hit the ball and our team play defense. So do you want them to strike out or play defense? So meanwhile, Hunter, our team is younger than the other teams as well. So we get beat 12 to nothing. We had two people get on base the whole game and eight strikeouts. But we're arguing about whether I can throw it overhanded because I guess that would be a detriment or ruin the league. So to me, I should be able to throw. I'm not pushing the issue. I don't care. I'm saying for future tournaments and future play, like we play next week and something else, should this even be an issue? And then the reason I even called him. Because, like, you know, Tom, if you're going to run a trick play in baseball, basketball, football, sometimes the coach is like, hey, ref, we're about to do something here. The other coach may not know the rule here. When he flips out, this is what's going on. And that's kind of like, hey, that's why I called him. Like, I don't want to argue with the other coach about this because I know it's not against the rules. Mm-hmm. But he shot it down. I also hate when they do that. What, tell you? Yeah, because then, <laughs> because when they, you know you're about to get in one. <laughs> you, you know, you're. You make him a job. Hard. Tom doesn't want any trick plays. I don't. Any fun. I don't. I'll, be, any, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Make I'll my job easier. Tom is completely honest with you. Tom is there for one reason only. Make his job easier. Tom is there for one reason only, and that is to cash the check when it's over. No, it is not. <laughs> that's that's exact, not true. That's exactly no, what it is. No, it's not true. Right, let me get I just, you, you don't understand, Hunter. If you've not if you've not done it, you don't understand. Money Manziel over here. I will work my tail off. I will be fair. I will run. I will hustle. I will do check, all that, you know, whatever. Cash you know, you take you take out you take yourself out there, and then you tell me how you feel about trick plays and garbage. And I want to do this. Is this okay? Blah, Tom, blah, blah. I went to refereeing classes one time. Yeah, what's that got to do with that? You went to a referee class. No, I, mean, I went to a referee class. One yeah, time. I'm telling you, that's I, like saying I got in the bathtub. I've been to the beach. Come on, come on. Come on. I'm just saying. I, come on, now, it man. didn't seem that difficult. <laughs> you come on out there. You come on out there. No, with I me, was honey. at. You come on out. There. I was at. I did soccer refereeing, but uh, it, there he is. There he is, Hunter. Yeah. Money, Tom. 
Just no. give him the money and make it easy on yeah, him. Make a, just get that make money. Give me a break. Give me a break. Just get that yeah, money. Just cash that check. Give me a break. When you've done it, you come out there, honey. Just cash, out cash there. that check. Tom. You come out money, there. Money, money. If you're not, if you're listening on the radio, we've got Tom's his head and a Johnny Manziel money, money, money. Uh, little artwork there for him. Yeah, because so. I'm getting rich off umpire baseball. You're that's, getting that's rich get off rich. not rich. having to work hard is what you just said. Tom. No, Tom, I just I, you literally just told me you don't want it to be right, harder. Hunter, I didn't say ready, I have to work hard. The, your job are you ready for the final nail in the coffin in the story? Yes, because I would actually like to talk a real sport. All right, there's one more thing left. <laughs> yeah. The head of the umpires at this league is none other than Terry Reinhart. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did Hunter not know that? No! That's what I was trying to tell the whole story about saying that. And I wanted to get to Hunter. Do you believe this mess? If you're listening, Terry will not let me throw sidearm. He, he will not argue with me over it. He said it has to be overhanded or he will not allow it. But I don't care what the job is. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what the job is, Hunter. You don't want somebody to cause you additional headaches. I don't care whether you're teaching school, umpiring baseball, Tom. working at a radio station, working on computers. I can't you're wait. Right. To, I can't wait till you get your first job and, you're, and there's that one pain in the neck lady who doesn't know how to work her computer and she calls you're you right. every single day. Yes. And you're like, you're a pain in the butt. I, and, and she's going to tell you, you just want your check, Mr. Yancey. That's all you want. I'll admit we're going to go Terry. For, <laughs> we're going to Terry for comment here, folks. And guess what, Tom? I'll admit it. No, I do like that money. It's but more Tom, than a check. Tom, it's more than a this check. is Coach Pitch. I understand. And it is. I understand. And, and you now, ain't getting rich off umpiring Coach and, Pitch, and, by and the way. Can, <laughs> I, I, listen, that. listen, Tom, it I'm was listening. all a joke. Can I make a I legitimate case it. here? I'm just saying it is Coach Pitch. <laughs> if is. we were talking like upper-level baseball where it's the kids should know the game by now and at least know how to hit a baseball, then I would be like, yeah, no. If yeah, I got I a kid out there that's wanting to start throwing <laughs> underhanded in like yeah. a high school tournament, I'm like, get that crap. out I didn't of say no it, was, way. it was him. It, it was it's Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s brother. It's Kerry Earnhardt that that told me that. I just want I just want to make sure we're told not. You putting, what? I'm not putting his name under the bus, even though I already did. But it was supposed to say Kerry Earnhardt there that said I couldn't do it. That's Kerry oh. Earnhardt right there. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Dale, Jr.'s, sorry, Dale sorry. Jr.'s brother, Kerry, said, yeah. said that I couldn't. No, it uh, wasn't. Said we yeah. couldn't throw under. Sorry. So what yeah. do you think about that, Hunter? Well, I think. Now that you know Kerry, I think, I think Kerry. <laughs> I think. Quote, Kerry, unquote. I think. You know what I think? I think, Hunt, I mean, uh, I think that Kevin has aired out his concerns. And we can now move on to. I think. Else. I think uh, the board has heard your concerns, <laughs> yeah. and we will get back to you at a later. But date. you know what I told Terry? I will admit this. I did. I did, I did tell Terry this. So y'all are. It's Carrie. Carrie, y'all having this little feud? <laughs> I said, Terry, do y'all have a board? Yes. I was like, well, if you got a board, go to the board, vote a rule, and you're done. Right. That's what I told. Her. I said, Give me a piece of paper. And I will board. abide by the piece go, of paper. Exa- exactly. Go to the board. You know, five daddies on the board. But what you know, reason, you know, what reason gonna, though, do you have to say you can't throw underhanded? What reason? I know. I don't. Because I, if you, you, what you're saying about the travesty of the game is that's against a different team. Like you're trying yeah, to I show up them. Saying. I'm not trying to show up my kids. Just. All right. And then, and Philip actually brought up the Title IX thing, which, of course, nobody wants to talk about. And I, I wouldn't do that or push it that far ever throwing underhanded at all. I just want to know the reason behind it, other than machismo, other than yeah, we have yes. to throw overhanded. And 
the hunter like Title Nine thing is okay. Well, if we can't throw one hand, which team can my daughter play coach pitch on? Mm-hmm. There is no coach pitch here, so she's playing on the boys. So therefore, at least over anything, I should be able to throw to her. If you're going to say say that I because she's going to play softball, I can at least throw to her. And then after that, we'll have the argument once my foot is in the door about throwing to the rest of them underhanded. But again, Hunter, I'm, we're throwing overhanded, striking out six-year-olds while the eight-year-olds that we're playing against are hammering the ball to the field. I think that's so funny that you seriously said that Greg Maddox had like eight Ks he and four did. Eggs. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, that's somebody's dad that's just striking out kids. He come over there and he's like, <laughs> he's just, he's like I'm sorry, guys. But, but what it goes back, what, what's, what's going to happen, okay? That's just what, so, what's going to happen is somebody's going to come out there and do it. Then somebody's going to come out there and say he can't do that. The other coach, and right. somebody's going to exactly, say he can't. That's why I call the and umpires. And then it's a headache. Sure and the then you got to stop okay. the game. And then somebody gets I, out I, the game. would be simple, that, Tom. Is I call the umpire and say, "Hey, we're going to throw underhanded. Tell the other coach for the game this is a real rule and don't be an idiot." How about that? Have that at work. Hey, Step guy, one. don't be an idiot. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> you can be an easy. Hey, <laughs> that guys, works. Hey, guys, I know, you don't know if you've ever seen it before, but there is no rule of arm I, angle I, in pitching. I understand. I understand the coach's perspective on that. I've can you, had, you imagine how that conversation goes? That husband comes you, home. Yeah, that husband right, comes yeah. home Tom, with when that I, child. When I throw overhanded, yeah. is there a rule about how slow I can throw? No, it? there's not. So why, if I'm throwing no. underhanded, would there be a rule about how slow? I don't even want to throw it slow. I'm actually going to throw it harder than we are overhanded. It's just coming at a straight angle to a three and a half foot tall person. It's not, you know, the, the, the one of our other teams. The, the coach is like six six, and he hums them. I'm like, we would whiff every pitch. Like it's not even close, and he hums them in there. So yeah, yeah, I just uh, and again, Hunter, I know it don't matter as far as us being the younger team, but we're just getting there, getting hammered, and we're going to argue over Army. Do you imagine going home? It's the dad that had like the eight strikeouts against his own team with his own son in the vehicle. They're driving home. They get home, and his wife's like, "Hey, honey, how'd you do?" Talking to his son, and he stands up ever, and says, "I had eight strikeouts today." I think I think Terry's the type of guy who might have threw at his own kid in a father son game. Probably he probably threw at his own kid. <laughs> I could see that. I stole that from Major League. Remember that? This guy threw yes. He can't defend himself game. right now. But anyway. He can't Hunter, defend I, I, That's why I wanted to do as much. I didn't want you to know anything background as much as possible. <laughs> I wanted you to know the rules, the situation, and whether I should be able to throw underhanded or and who, sidearm. And then, to my then tell me who the Coach one pitch. that's telling you you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Ryan Earnhardt. Carrie, Sorry, Carrie Earnhardt. Earnhardt will not let me throw sidearm. I told him if we was in Japan, everybody would be throwing sidearm, like being Young Kim, and, and you know, just with that. Yeah, I don't even know. They probably right. have Coach JP. in Japan. Are you looking up the baseball rules on your phone there? No, of course not. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> you love the honesty. All right, JP, let's take us away to a break. We'll be back in a minute after having a little fun. Uh, we'll talk NBA, NFL, and more on ktcbroadcasting.com. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. Join Melton Baker for the West End Cell Swap Shop Monday through Friday on Carolina Country, WCSL, Cherryville, Gastonia, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. 
Francis Brothers Used Cars, now in their 51st year in business, has been proudly serving the people of Cleveland and Rutherford Counties since 1969 with a great selection of nice buy-here, pay-here cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Don and Bino invite you in to check out their inventory and look forward to helping you get your next vehicle. They also have a service center offering oil changes, OBD inspections, brake work, shocks, axles, and CV joints. Francis Brothers Used Cars and Service Center, 134 North Main Street, downtown Boiling Springs. Go see them for your next automotive buy or service. The NASCAR Xfinity Series. Three wide as we got a car sliding up against the outside safer barrier. Is at Richmond Raceway. Elbows up, rooting and gouging here at Richmond. With 250 laps of slam bang short track action. They're crashing in turn number two. One car is backed into the outside one. It's the Virginia is for racing lovers 250. Saturday afternoon at 1.30 on the Motor Racing Network. On Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at KTCBroadcasting.com. Every game is huge for the Braves as this sprint of a 2020 season rolls on. So make sure you're right here for every epic moment. Off the end of the bat, in the air, out toward right center. Here comes Acuna. He lays out. Did he reel it in? You bet he reeled it in. What a play by Ronald Acuna. Braves baseball back on Carolina Country, WCSL. Also the boss, WHS and WLON. Online at KTCBroadcasting.com. Don't miss the Golf Shop Radio Show this Wednesday from 11 to 12. Presented by GolfNickers.com, the leader in traditional golf apparel. Mark Greenheld and Matt Blanchard go from tee to green and everything in between. Welcome to the Golf Shop. Wednesday mornings at 11 o'clock on Carolina Country, WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at KDCBroadcasting.com. And we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Terry Hunter, Tom and Terry Banana. Yeah. Well, Terry you Banana. said Terry, Hunter, Tom, and Terry Banana. Did you miss one? I thought I said. That would be Kevin Hastings, the guy who owns the station. I thought I said Kevin. No, you said Terry, <laughs> oh, Tom, sorry. Hunter, and Terry Banana. <laughs> sorry, I thought I said Kevin. Oh, jeez. How's that That's breakfast, JP? I don't know. I haven't eaten any. I can't believe it. You didn't get some, get some brain energy going. That's about what I'm about to eat. <coughs> and and after you get some brain energy, you can take a trip out to Four City and visit our friends at Friendship Dodge and get yourself a new car, JP. No, nah, I can't afford it. Yeah, car. well, maybe one day you can. They might make you a good deal. Can you give the address? JP, you might, get a, you might get a raise if you uh, I know sit, up, pro- sit up and do a little extra work every now and then. <laughs> oh, sure. Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram 190 Oak Street Extension on Forest City. Friendship Nissan in Forest City. They announced this week, guys, real quick. Um, uh, you, we're not going to have to talk about this th- this yet. We can talk about that a little bit. I, I know you want to talk NBA, Hunter, and, and t- since we got the fire burning. I got a list here of all the players from North Carolina who made an NFL roster this year. I think it's about 50 is the number That's cool. uh, that I got. So we're going to talk about some of that, some rule changes in just a little bit. And uh, also uh, t- the uh, Tom's... Uh, and his brother's gambling habit uh, in Southern festivities. This are you really? Oh, you talking about cow patty bingo? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, All right, Hunter. Yeah. So the Celtics are in. Yes. Did you see Jokic out there drilling drilling threes from the top of the key yesterday? The Heat are in. You know what they were calling him on a station? I won't mention the Dad Bod God. 
Can you believe they called him that? I would like to see him like choke slam that little. You, you know who he is, and, and see if Tom can can wrap his mind around it. And we never actually got to see it ourselves in its prime. But Jokic to me, Tom is Arvidas Sabonis. He is. Is that is that a good I comparison? A good, I think it's a good comparison. Arvidas didn't get to play um, in the. Uh, in America, until he got to his thirties, and it was it was hampered by back injuries, and, and and got put 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 some weight on, but 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 before that, Hunter, like everyone, he was the best passing center, and and he was unstoppable, and he was on the team, uh, I think if I'm correct, that beat us in the um, that kept us from getting our last gold was in our last silver, like in the eighties or whenever it was before. Jordan was allowed to play, uh, but anyway, Arvidas had something to do with that. Might have been eighty-eight or after Jordan played, and they beat some scrubs. It was something that he did to bring the eighty-eight ones. That's right, because they had to bring the pros in in ninety-two. Uh, he was on the team that 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 beat them then. So Arvidas Sabonis, that's that's Jokic to me is is, yeah. is what it is, and, and passes you know, the ball well. Yeah. Him and Murray get theirs. Porter came out and said, you know, we've got, other people have got to score, and I'm sitting there going. Where's my bowl bowl sign? You know, we know Michael. Well, you could spot him in a hurry too, walking to the locker room. He looks just like his dad. Taco Fall, too, though. Mm-hmm. I, him yesterday. Did you see him on the court? He walked out on the court yeah. after Kimba hit something. I think it was his uh, mid range jump shot in the fourth quarter. And I immediately found him. I, I immediately, <laughs> I like, tell you I, what, I'm I, watching the first the one I feed Hunter. And on the Twitter, if you find the right Twitter feed of somebody uh, doing the TNT, the ESPN broadcast, I can't get on Twitter. But the TNT, I can't. Huh? But the TNT broadcast on Twitter don't have commercials. So they just show the sidelines mm-hmm. and, and, and and them talking. So I don't get any commercials when I'm watching the broadcast, and I'm watching these guys, and Taco Fall is walking around giving everybody high, like fives. Why don't the, you get you some YouTube TV for $39 a month? Because it costs $39 a month. Yeah, yeah, guys. Tom, I have to pay JP that $39. <laughs> I can't watch TV because JP's but, sitting in there. Really, if I get my wife to switch to it, I would. Are you seriously going to blame me because you can't watch YouTube TV? No, I watch YouTube TV. You just no, the, you can't. I couldn't find it on YouTube. They, they they're good at blocking a lot of the, pretty easily. The, yeah. the the Twitter and the Reddits and stuff you can sneak through and get some get some stuff in. The, like uh, I would, re- I, I I would switch to it in a minute if I could. I'm trying to be cable cutters. I am trying. I'm trying to. Have you Hunter or do you have cable? Mm-mm. What do you have? I ain't got cable. I mean, we got. We have AT and T, Uverse. Yes, okay. that it's where. It's do you, do not, you like it? It's a good service. Yeah, we like okay. it. We, we don't. I, like I don't. We don't have anything. I have it on my phone phones. too. So yes, yeah, just walk I around do, and I do. watch it. I guess we're going to talk about the race eventually. I'm not going to switch topics, but that's how I was wa- <laughs> able to watch the race last week. But go ahead. But yeah, I've been watching mine on 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 the, on the Twitter, and uh, it's is interesting seeing them. Um, I'll yeah. say this too about the the broadcast as well. I I prefer it when TNT. It does it over ESPN, and it's not just because I hate ESPN. That's a given. Everybody should know that. But it's, it's we, be, do. we do. It, I, I really do. I, won't I cannot mention their stand, name on this show. I like can't you. stand it. If I do, I'll just say I hate ESPN. Hey, don't ever don't offer me a job. All right, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> he would go with yeah, me. I just he would go tomorrow. He but, would be gone tomorrow. But I will Kevin, say this. But that. I will say this. TNT. I prefer. I'm going to say. I that. prefer. So I prefer Shaq, Kenny, and Charles over the guys that do the ESPN like halftime show. You know what I enjoy? Which is them? like Jalen Rose and them. I, enjoy, I prefer them. I enjoy instead. Reggie Miller doing a game. Yeah. I mean, he's just funny. I, I'll tell I, you who I, I like don't Reggie like Miller. doing a game. That is Chris Weber. Chris Weber is, he does, he is like, look, you played the game, but it doesn't mean you know how to call the game. 
Yeah. It's just. Oh I think Miller does a good job. Well, I, I think Reggie does a good job I, too, I, I but I just it. prefer Kenny, Shaq, and anything Charles Barkley's got to say. I, I think enjoy that too. I, I, I enjoy just that I prefer they, that they part of TNT. Like that's always been a weird thing to me is is announcer hate. Um, because I guess looking at it from this side, you, for the most part, nine hours of the time, we're just trying to do our jobs and, and mm-hmm. just yeah. you know do it right. The and, only, so, and so when people do it, the only one I say like most announcers, I think the professional ones, by and large, they do a great job. Like you watch mm-hmm. a, a Tony Romo doing color, I, I think he does a great job. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does just a fantastic job. Troy Aikman, some of the others, I think, and do I a don't great understand job. why people but, don't like Dickie V. I love Dickie. I was like, yeah. whoa, 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 that's my one. No, but he he's annoying. I love Dickie v. He's just annoying. But the only one I do you, not... You pronounced his name wrong. <clears throat> it's Dookie V. Oh, shit. That's the, why, Hunter. It, it's because... Yeah, he, do, he does. Instead, have, of, yeah. instead of doing the game... Dickie V he, loves he, Duke and North it, Carolina both, though. It is true, but the, that's and the that's, and that's the issue. Instead of broadcasting the game as an analyst, he broadcasts it as a fan almost yeah. to a point to where... The no matter, dandies. There's no yeah. criticism. From him, like no matter what Coach K does, there's going to be no criticism. Right, he can sit there and yell every f bomb under the world, and and do whatever, and he's not going to criticize. Hey, what a great job, Mike! He beat UNC Concord. It's the other way around uh, with. uh, There's the other way around with uh, Chris Fowler. He hates Ohio State. Yeah, and like when you're watching a game, and and I think Chris Fowler is a good play-by-play guy. Right, but I can't stand to listen to him do an Ohio State game. Because you'd he to listen to Herbie do it. Herb, he does a good job with. You know who does the best job with analysts? Is former quarterbacks because they know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's why Romo's good, Aikman's good. All the former quarterbacks Dan are very Fouts, good at it. Boy. Herb Street's good yeah. because they just know they like if if when you watch the play start, Romo's doing right. the thing. You know what everybody's going to do. Oh, watch fifty-seven. Here he comes. Here he comes. You that's know, just that's he just knows how everything. I felt. They're like it's great. That's why I like. The game-wise, people would say, it's the same game whether you're watching it on ESPN or TNT. I'm like, eh, no. yes and no, because no. the announcers do make a big difference whether I'm going to sit there and listen to it with sound or not. I can watch them mute a lot. Which, which, I do watch which Albert's muted. doing it now, the, 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 some of the commentating? Fat. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared to respond to that. Fat. Albert. Which Albert is doing it? Now? Albert. Marv Albert was his daddy, right? No. And I think he's still doing it. One of the, you know, seems like one of him doing a fat Albert. That's great, Kevin. That's awesome. <laughs> he literally, he literally the said, voice, "Which Albert?" He just like who is fat. voiced by somebody who's currently in prison right now. He's by like, the way, fat. But uh, hey, 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 Tom. I don't know. Who but he's like, hey, 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 yeah. Tom. I'm talking about he fat does, Albert. Yeah, dude. he does. He does, he does a good job too. Most of the announcers really they, they do a great job. Kenny, Kenny Albert. Albert. Kenny Albert. Yeah, he does yeah. a good job. He does, and and. And the, I hate to say it, but he's got a face for radio. We all have faces for he, radio. He's he, nothing moves but his mouth. It's weird. Have you ever seen him talk when he when they go to him? He's like this. Like no, watch his face. Nothing on his face. Move. He'll just be. I don't care. And it's like his mouth will move from. I can't on, remember on different what, parts of his face. Which game did Reggie do last night? Did he do the first? Reggie or the did the uh, right. first one. He did the Denver game. Okay. Yeah, all right. So uh, after the Rockets bust the bubble and the Lakers finished, figured out you can double team Harden and and they know, give lay up. it up because there's no Harden had 21 points. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you double team him, he gives the ball up and gives up on offense. If you hold to Harden under like around 20 points, you're going to beat the Houston Rockets almost. Oh, every not time. just if not the, only that, if, the, the Lakers out rebounded him like 53 to 20. Yeah, they just so my question: out. if if Clippers and Lakers win. Mm-hmm. Tom, we've got L.A., L.A., Boston, I know, and Miami. 
We go through all major this, markets. All this stuff. Really we, we argue Miami all these really. basketball games, these matchups. And at the end of the day, you could consider Miami kind of major market though, because players uh, will go there because yeah. of the state They'll tax. They'll go it's, there, but no they don't have tax. the fan base. It's, it's, they don't have the fan base. It's, it's just it's Boston. LA. True. Well, they did like, with the yeah, Heatles, but yeah, only yeah. one time in my life, I think, has it not been like a top three to five. Um, City. And you technically can't even say that about last year because Golden State, that's a big market. Right. And Toronto is huge. Indiana, San Antonio is the only finals of my life that has not had a top market team, I think. Yeah. If I can, if I remember and go back and just go through it and think about it. San Antonio, those years, you know, they're not, they're not a big market, but it's, it's, I say that, but it is a big market, but comparatively speaking to Chicago and, and stuff like that, LA, but here we are, you know, we got L.A., we got Boston. Of course, New York ain't got L.A. Well, I, I hate to just put it this back. way, but, you know, the salary cap was put in place really in the NFL and the NBA to try and make it as competitive right. as possible for the smaller teams. Right. But with so much player mobility, they'll never win. They'll never win because players, all they have to do is say maybe one to two things bad about the organization they're with and they're getting shipped out of town. They just talk. That's how Jamal Adams got out of the Jets and worked. He talked his way out of town. Unless unless their contract is just coming up and they're like, hey, I'm leaving you for a bigger market, they can never retain stars. So you got or we, young talent. We got, we got no chance on the Rockets. Uh, yes, no, okay. definitely not. Yeah. I, I I I'm looking at a thing right here. One of the head stories is D'Antoni cites that lack of spirit is with the Rockets. <laughs> I mean, if you can't even believe in yourself, you're gonna win. Why even show up tonight? Just go ahead. And tell the Lakers you get an extra day's rest. Guess what? Because the Clippers are coming to town in like two days. So just go ahead. If you're if you, think, if you do Boston if you do not to... believe in yourself, then just lay down right now. Don't even show up tonight. I think Boston needs to counter lucky stars that that Toronto played as bad as they did as far as shooting was, and they don't. And listen, they lost their shooting guard and their small forward. Like that's just that's a, that's a, that's it's crazy. Um. All right. So the Louvin. Well, the only thing competitive we've gotten right now is Nuggets and Clippers. Um, it seems the Nuggets can claw their way back into this. They were down 3-1 in the last series against the Jazz in one. Um, Millsap, his corpse woke up uh, last night and got 17. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, like 14 in the third quarter, didn't he? Something like that. Or 16 of them in the third I quarter. I hadn't had time to go back and look, but I am close to sure, Tom, that's more points than he's had the rest of the series added together. And he's a starter. Jeremy Grant, 10 points. 36 minutes. Gary Harris, since he's come back, Hunter, he's only had one game where he, he got more than 10 He fouled points. out last night. Seven points. He's, he fouled out. Um, Grabbed Kawhi on his wrist. Plumley got Can't lo- do it. Plumley got lost and, and got six points. Hey, Tom, Tom, Tom. Tom. <laughs> I saw that cord move, and I was like, oh, my word. Plumley got lost and, and, um, and got six, Hunter. Porter Jr., all that talk, he gets seven points. Like Michael Porter Jr. showed up when he needed to last. Tory Craig four points, but he was I one. Can't stand now look, him. Michael Porter Jr. You know he got a lot of flack for what he said. Mm-hmm. He really did. Teammates mm-hmm. and coaches, coaches called him out for saying that. But guess what? Last night, I can't remember which announcer said it. They said, "Well, he said the truth." It's the and see that's. The only person I really could have seen getting on him would have been the head coach Malone. 
because essentially that is questioning Malone's coaching style, where the offense is really only being run through Jamal Murray and Jokic. And I think Michael Porter Jr. understands. I think the rest of the team understand that what he said is 100% correct. Somebody else has got to show up besides Porter Jr. and Jokic. I honestly thought they they thought it was going to be Millsap. And he shows up. He gets he gets if they get fifteen points from him every night, they'll be good. If they mm-hmm. get fifteen points from anybody, they'll be okay right. because again, Jokic and Murray are going to get their fifty. It's a matter on the other guys in hundred in game four. Millsap fourteen minutes three points. Grant thirty four and seven. Plumley nine minutes zero points. Morris seventeen minutes five points. Tory Craig twenty five minutes one point. Combine those five guys, ninety nine minutes a grand total of 16 mm-hmm. points so let's say they all play the greatest defense you've ever seen right is it worth 83 points of defense no because you know if you're not scoring in those 99 minutes you're only getting 16 in those 99 <laughs> think about if those five played the whole game in 48 minutes right they would they would get eight points <laughs> I think I, I seriously will say this. I think the Nuggets account last night really is luck. And the only reason I'm going to say that is Lou Williams only had four. Montrez Hare only had six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zubak in the down low only had five. Morris only had 12. Kawhi and Paul George did what they needed to do. Kawhi had 36. Paul George had 26. And Kawhi Leonard right now looks like the best player in basketball. At, at this point... In the NBA right now, where we're at, Clippers almost, just got to learn to close. Almost every team, it's like the top two guys are going to get fifty to sixty. What are the rest of the guys going to do? Yeah, and yeah. and usually in the NBA playoffs, it's the home guys show up at home, and, and the, the, that's that's what they say. The, the 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 not scrubs, but the the backups and the the non stars show up at home. Now we're in the neutral site. It's so time. We're going back and forth between these games, and I it, it is a, a a lot about like you just said, Hunter. 26 and 36 from Leonard and George, then 12 and 10 were the next top. Like, there, there is no other third. And then, then mm-hmm. in Denver, they got their third to get 17, and then they win by six. Um, I, I I don't think the Clippers can guard Jokic, but Jokic and Murray, they're going to get their 50. It's a matter of whether their guys stand up. Harris has been non and no show. I'm going to No show. Grant's out there to play defense. I'm going to tell you something. Now, what's the name of the guy, the big guy that the, uh, was playing in the late of the Clippers game? Zubak. Yeah, Zubox got a. Do you think they're going to try to put him on? Joke. He had no. He yeah. played thirty two minutes last night and got five points. Oh, okay. and gave up twenty something. Yeah, Jokic. I don't. <laughs> this is what's tough is with Jokic is. I think, I think really what the Clippers got to do is say, okay, Jokic, go ahead. You're going to do yours. But we're not letting anybody else do theirs. You can play hard nosed defense on Jamal Murray. You got Kawhi Leonard. And Paul George are both bigger than Jamal Murray, and you could have Patrick Beverly stop him at the point of attack right there as soon as he crosses half court and kind of disrupt him where he can't really drive and get set. So if you try and just let Jokic beat you, it's not going to happen because I don't see anybody on the Nuggets defensively that can stop Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. Leonard, I'm going to say this right now. Paul Kawhi Leonard looks like the best player in basketball. He probably is right now. Leonard and George Hunter had 62. Mm-hmm. Um, Jokic and Murray had 48. They outscored him by 14 and, and still and got so, beat. And he, so and he does the other yeah, stuff, too. He's a great defense. Oh, he yeah, hits he his free throws. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's just solid all around. And no. people will say, oh, well, he didn't have any blocks last night. Kawhi had three steals. 
Like, yeah. like he might not be a huge block machine, but he can do it. I don't think we're you realize to... how difficult blocking a right. shot really is. <laughs> well, like, and well, how also in the NBA, it's not like the guys are taking it to the rack every play anymore. Anyway, mm-hmm. they're, they're no, they're threes, shooting. So we're blocking threes. Um, you know, looking at it's it's Leonard and George, Jokic and Murray, LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. The Celtics should have the three best as the guards, but they got nothing on the inside. I mean, Marcus Smart's playing power forward. He's tall as you, Tom. I think. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not, he's not that tall. He is not tall. <laughs> um, yeah. I was telling him when he was down the hall the other night in Game Four: Millsap, Grant, Plumlee, Morris, and Craig combined for ninety-nine minutes, sixteen points. There's the uh, a whole game is only forty-eight minutes. So you know, if if they played the whole game, what would they? I mean, would they score? Yeah. Um, it's just awful. Uh, so Malone needs to get – he's got to have scoring for somebody. I think all these teams need that. Whoever that third guy is the key in these series. All right, JP, you ready for a break? Wait a minute, I ain't got his thumbs up. Yeah, he's got it. Let's get him. There you go. JP, while we're talking, I know. I want you to hit the hit using that mouse there a little bit. I know I'm going back and forth there. All right, JP, we'll be back in a minute. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if you could okay. go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. You could be the winner of a $500 shopping spree at one of our local area businesses. All you have to do is register. See your local store for details. Register today at Honda Motorcycles on East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, at Love's Fish Box on Shelby Road, Kings Mountain, at Flooring America on Slater Street in Kings Mountain, at Parker Farm Service on Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain, at the Great Outdoors on Highway 150 East in Cherryville, at Allray Tire Center on East Main Street in Cherryville, at Carpet One Interiors on East Ozark Avenue in Gastonia, at Oakley's Tire and Recapping on West Warren Street in Shelby, at Kurt's Premium Outlet in East Ridge Mall in Gastonia, at Hometown Hardware South Railroad Avenue in Kings Mountain, and at Love's Insurance Agency on East Main Street in Lincoln. Register today. The drawing will be live on the air Friday, October 30th. You could be the winner of a $500 local shopping spree at one of our area businesses. Brought to you by The Boss, Carolina Country, KTCBroadcasting.com, and WhatsUpShopper.com. Looking for a new car? Maybe a pre-owned car or truck, or maybe an SUV. Then let your fingers do the walking and go to whatsupshopper.com. Local dealers with local vehicles. You don't have to drive all over the country. Just click on whatsupshopper.com and take a look at the local selection of cars, trucks, SUVs, and more from local dealers in Gaston, Cleveland, and Lincoln Counties. Car shopping just got easier by going to whatsupshopper.com. Pick yours out today. Auto Parts You Pull and Scrap Metal has a new additional location. It's the former AAA Auto Salvage on Car Farm Road in Lincoln. Just like the Shelby location, the new Auto Parts You Pull and Scrap Metal in Lincoln buys cars. Come pull your own parts with over 1,000 cars in stock with new vehicles arriving each day. Admission fee is $2. Just bring your own tools. They also buy copper, aluminum, steel, cast iron, tin, and brass. The king of parts. The new auto parts you pull in scrap metal at 851 Car Farm Road in Lincoln. Open Monday through Friday, 830 to 530. I'm Dan Forrest. Closed schools deny our children their friends, sports, proms, graduations, their childhoods. Once passed, these moments are gone forever. 
There's no scientific reason that justifies the pain and sadness we're causing our children. What's more, closed schools don't work for working parents. Deciding whether to educate your child or work to feed them is a choice no one should have to make. I'm Dan Forrest. When I'm governor, we will protect the vulnerable and reopen our schools. Paid for by the committee to elect Dan Forrest. Wolfman Jack, it's me. I'm back. My name's still Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. You might be sitting out there and uh, thinking that we ain't getting nowhere past. I mean, people don't leave the house unless they put on a surgical mask first. And, and, and even at a bar that I hang out, you know, the bartenders have been using thermometers to stir my drinks with. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, on the box. WHS Shelby, WLON, Plankton, and online at ktcbroadcasting.com. We're back. And we're back here, KTC Broadcasting. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and talk about some baseball right now. Some baseball this morning. It is, in fact, Braves country here at KTC Broadcasting. I know that Calvin and Kevin are Cardinals fans, but we do cover the Braves here. And if you're a Braves fan in the area, you got a real wake-up call the other day, really, to how explosive this offense is. I think they really put the league on notice as a whole when they scored 29 runs in eight innings i saw somebody if i'm not mistaken i think uh i think i saw somebody tweet somewhere and said baseball or football got started early (laughs) when the Braves scored 29 put 29 up in a baseball game tom what did you think about that i mean i i I thought it was fake i I know somebody texted me and said is this real or is this fake i thought it was fake but uh yeah i mean you've said all year that the the braves can hit the ball. You're a little concerned about their pitching, but when you can score 29, you don't need a whole lot of Listen, pitching. Listen, Tom, uh, after last year's you know playoff destruction in the uh, first inning of the last game in the playoffs last year against the Cardinals, they had two choices: they'd get better at pitching or hit more. And they chose to hit more. Yeah. Um, the Tigers, I mean Brewers, had 19 on the same day and didn't get the most runs in baseball. It's crazy. And they won 19 to nothing, Tom, and got outscored by 10. Yeah, that's crazy. Think, what if you had scored 19 in a baseball game and lost? Adam Duvall Would you be mad? had three home runs in that game, and one of them was a grand slam. Yeah, they, yeah, they said he had three home three home runs in the same game. And one there. of them was a grand slam. Uh, <clears throat> hate to break your heart. There was a guy for Cardinals one time went four, four, four home runs and two grand slams. Look, I, I mean, you just you want know to uh, one you know up who it. Hit two but grand slams? Fernando Tatis Sr. I mean, you just want to uh, one up it. That's fine, but last time I checked, Fernando we scored twenty nine. Senior scored twenty nine runs because, and that's what's so crazy too is that's now the highest run total on the season in one game. But I think it wasn't. But a week or two earlier, uh, the somebody got beat by I think the Tigers, and the Tigers had put it like twenty four. I got a good one for you today, Hunter. Yes, over under. 29 points, UNC Charlotte versus Appalachian. I mean, I don't even know what the the spread is, but I know it's going to be a No, will Char- UNC Charlotte get 29 more or less than the Braves <laughs> against Appalachian? I knew this was going to come up eventually. 
That's my question. But that's that, a, but that question doesn't that's make any bet. sense. Will they get 20, 29 more or less? I'm like, well, if they get 29 less, then UNC Charlotte ain't no, scoring. The prop bet is Over will under UNC Charlotte yes. score more or less than 29 points this weekend against App? Okay. Then the answer is less. Okay. That was the question. Will unless it, how many UNC, football teams this unless weekend that will score foot, less? Unless UNC Charlotte less somehow. I wonder what the actual spread is in that game. We'll find that out shortly. We will find that uh, out shortly. I just w- wanted to interrupt Hunter on some of his, his Braves lust for a second. Listen. Just to, just to break him up a second. We're, we're first in the division. <laughs> we are Braves affiliate. We're first in the division. That's all I got to say right now. I mean, we did put up 29 and lost the series, so yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Y'all, I guess. y'all even outscored them by 10 and, and we still lost, lost the series. The series. It all, all it took was that one game. That one game. That's all it was. Well, according to ESPN's projections, oh. three, six, eight teams in the American League are 92% or better uh, to make it. It's so They're pretty much saying it's over uh, as far as the playoffs are concerned. The best percentage. Then why are we playing these next 18 right. games? Just, the, just stop it now. The, and that's a weird these percentages because, I mean, like, some of them are only like two a game or two out of the, the spots. But anyway, uh, Cleveland's in third right now. Tom's uh, Indians. Can't Dropping go around like lo- a rock. Can't go around losing to the Royals, can you? Dropping like a rock. I mean, they can't. I, I was reading about them the other day. Their, their outfield, I think, is batting 190 or 185. It's not good. Their three catchers are also below 200. They're like at 153. Mm. I mean, you can't you can't win when you're not I mean, you you got to have some production from your outfield. I mean, how how can you win? How could you put that on your pitcher and say, "Look, you got to hold them to two runs or less or we can't win." Right. I mean, you know, they're they're the the only one hit the ball's race. I mean, and, and you know, and he's batting 303. Yadier's so, batting 268. Yeah, I'm 37. We could use them on our team. You want to know what the craziest thing is right now, though, in baseball? And I love every second of it. The New York Yankees are slowly playing themselves out of the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cleveland is, too. I mean, it's not going to surprise me to see Cleveland drop all the way out of the playoffs if they don't start hitting them. Yankees are 98% to make it. Listen, they'll make it, but they're not. Once they get in, like the seeding that they'll get in at, I don't. It's or, amazing they can't do more with their money. Orioles go on a ten game win streak. I mean, they could knock them out. I mean, if, or they really game could. Win streak. They um, really could. So uh, you know, looking at some of these, you say Baltimore. They're only four games under five hundred. But you know, we've only got so many games left. So either you, it's make a run now, Tom mm-hmm. Hunter. There's only eighteen games, fifteen, twenty games. Because this left. is all I've heard all off season leading yeah. up. It's going to be a Dodgers Yankees World Series. And then I, I'm going to be struggling to watch a single pitch if that's the case. Uh, exactly. Let me tell you who the— uh, Possibly so, the Dodgers will still get in, but I don't think— The, Yan- the Yankees cannot stay healthy to save their life. When have they ever had so Stanton and Judge together? Boston, L.A., and Yankee, New York, New York, New York and L.A., and, LA and, LA and baseball. Well, yay, let's all I, I, worship the big cities. I do, well, I do have the point spread in the Apple. In the Apple right, we'll get to that in a little bit. Minus 17. Good God. That's it? I think I sm- I'm smelling upset. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I sm- Tom, I'm smelling I don't upset. know what the hell you're right. smelling. St. Louis's problem. I'll get. I'll, they are um, besides the fact playing double headers every day and splitting. Um, they are. That's what they're doing. Um, they have lost to Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Kansas City. They've lost to every team they've played. They haven't swept nobody. They're not. It, it, and they're 500 sitting right there. Before the season started, I, I, I even said 
If they finish 30 and 30, that would be that wouldn't be a surprise, but I don't see them getting more than 32, 35. They're going to stay at 500. They need better pitching and better hitting actually. Um it's the, the, So it's safe to say they need better we're everything. We're getting like 3 runs a game both ways. Like it's or 4 runs a game both ways, so it's not you could do one of the other, I guess, but they didn't make any moves or didn't do anything. So you're saying they just need to improve. The Cardinals some... might not make the playoffs. No, I'm not saying that. No, that's what all. you're saying. No, I'm saying they might. Not, they're not going to win the division. They will make the playoffs. Yadier is breathing. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. Hunter Yadier is breathing. Listen, he's breathing, I don't know Hunter. if. I li- hey, so far I've got two. You whatever you are. I've got two hundred percent locks right now. And one of them is not even going to win that division. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cardinals are sitting at sixty six point six percent for you. Um, for what you, are the uh, Indians about seventy ninety five? I'm 99. just telling you, ninety nine point three. It's not going to surprise me if they the, the way they're hitting the ball right now. That's that effort. That percentage is going to come down. Yeah, well, who catches the them ball. though? That's why Astros. Playing, right? I mean, the, even Astros the Astros might. are already in. The Astros are in. Yeah. I mean, what they added an extra playoff team this year, so yeah. I mean, anybody it, that might be struggling can still get in. It wouldn't surprise me um, if Miami, if you talk to the National League, tries to make a run. Uh, I guess let me look at the standings. It's crazy again. though, because I guess though the Cardinals will definitely get back to their full games played, equaling out everybody else's. I know they had about a three week hiatus where you were like, "Who are the Cardinals?" Yeah. Um, but if they make it. I don't necessarily know that they, like how Kevin said, you know, pitching and hitting both sides are struggling. I don't know if they can out-pitch anybody, and I don't know if they can out-hit anybody. And the main reason why I say I don't know if they can out-hit anybody is I know they have a plus 25 differential, but the teams that are in front of them, um, the Chicago Cubs are plus 15, so that's not as great, but they also have are 26 and 20. Um, the Padres are plus 70, and the Dodgers are plus 98 run differential. So Crazy. if you can't outscore them, then yeah. that's going to be the problem. And pitching will always be a hard matchup against the Dodgers because they have great pitching right now. And then you look at Atlanta. Uh, the, the other team in front of them right now that make it the Phillies, they're only plus four, but they're only two games over 500, so that's going to be tough for them. But the Braves, plus 52 run differential. Yeah. So this is gonna this is just tough for... Kevin's Cardinals, if they do make it, same reason. And really, for me, Atlanta only has 50% of that problem. Yeah. We only have a pitching problem. The, I've, yeah. I've seen this team come back from 6-7 down to win the game. Yeah. I've seen them drop 11 runs in two innings. This is probably one of the most, if not the most, explosive offense that could go off at any moment. Yeah. The problem is we're the opposite you guys are the Indians, we're the Braves, but yeah, the only thing that definitely. we don't have in common is we're polar opposites on what we do on a baseball field. You can pitch, we can't pitch. If you, we hit, you can't hit. Yeah, if you look at the, it is a crowded field. Like, if you look at the Cardinals with 19 wins because they're starting to get called up. Yeah. You got the Marlins with 21. You got the Mets with 21. You got the Brewers with 20. You got the Reds, 20. Of course, they have 25 losses. You've got the Giants there with 23 wins. You got the Rockies with 21 wins. And the, and the Diamondbacks... Have seventeen, but they have twenty nine losses, so you can pretty much eliminate them. But there's just a lot. There's just a crowded mm. middle. You know what I mean? Yes. There, there's a crowded middle. There's a crowded and middle, harder. and in the National League, there only seems to be one team that looks head and shoulders above everybody else. And that's unfortunately the Dodgers. Yeah. As much as I wish as it wasn't, 
at this point, if you were to ask me who would win the Dodgers or the Braves, I'd have to I'd have to give the edge to the Dodgers because they're just they're the more complete team. Now, would it be an easy series? Not at all. There's there will be one game where the Dodgers cannot outscore the Braves. That's that is a given. But there's one thing that I've been noticing with Atlanta because obviously I'm on Twitter and I follow their official page or whatever. They're calling up and down pitchers left and right. They're sending them back down to the minors or whatever that little group is where at least they work out and can be ready to be called up. And then they call these these guys back up, right-handed pitchers, left-handed pitchers. So they know what the problem is, and they're trying to find a way to fix it. The only problem for me is the playoffs are not – like I know they're coming a lot quicker, but they're not quite here here yet. Because yeah. then you would have, you know, a tighter pitching rotation. You might only pitch two or three of your st- aces, and you know, or your studs. And once you hit that third guy, the ace is right back if you're there for a game four. So if that, when it comes down to that, I might feel a little bit better. I'd feel a lot better if Soroka wasn't injured, because we'd have freed Soroka, the young guy Ian that we have. I can't remember his last name. Um, that's at least three, and then whoever we want for the fourth game. Um, but this is just going to be tough for, for Atlanta. And then, you know, I think it comes down for both of our teams, Braves, Indians, and even for Kevin's, the Cardinals, it's going to come down to matchups. Whoever you get matched up with during in, in the playoffs is going to be a huge difference because let's just take, you know, me and Atlanta. So Atlanta right now looks like, just based off of record, they would be the two seed. They would be the two seed. Right. And what is it? The top two? Is it only the you first? The, you get the select two you're going to play. As I know. Is it yeah. the first two seeds that get to select who they played and everybody else plays? I can't remember whether it's the top or the first two. I have to look that up, too. Because um, it, it, things are weird. It's just it's a so weird, weird. I yeah, hate, it's just I a hate weird that. Thing. So, yeah. so let's, let's not do the select thing right now. Let's just play it out like it was natural. So we would get the fourth team. How many are getting in? Seven? Is it six they're or getting seven? The, they're getting the top two from each division. One is the top two. Okay, it's the top. so it'll be Braves, Phillies, Cubs, Cardinals, and then the next Dodgers, two, Padres. Eight, right? This year it's eight. It's the top two in each division, and the next and the two next with the two. best record. That's the next two. Because okay. if you had seven, it wouldn't work out. <laughs> somebody has to get a buy, and they're not doing that. They're mm-hmm. not giving somebody a buy. All right. So it's going to be top two, and that doesn't even matter if your record's worse than somebody. So else. it would be two versus seven. Whoever gets in at the seven, I well, depending on who the Dodgers would pick because of that crappy yeah. BS, you know. Yeah. So it would all come down to matchup wise. Matchup wise, I think we could handle. I'm looking at this. Who would probably get in? I've seen us play the Marlins good. We could probably handle with the Giants, so we would be fine. If we had to play the Padres, I'd be a little concerned. If we had to play, obviously the Cardinals. I know what they did to us last year. I'd be. I would be on the side of caution. But I still think Atlanta could take care of them. If we had to play the Phillies, I've seen us play the Phillies multiple times this year, and we we go back and forth with them. That's usually everybody in our own division, though. And then I'm looking for you with the Indians. They're not going to get the select unless they start playing. No, they (laughs) they won't get the select. But it does look like you would get in as as one of the not top two teams from your own division. You would be one of the extra wild cards. I guess that's what you could call it. One of the extra guys that get in. 
who do you think you match up with the best that if that right now is a playoff team? I'm, I'll yeah, read you the playoff. Oakland, the Astros, Minnesota, and Chicago. Chicago started off so slow, but they're absolutely hitting yeah, on all had, cylinders they, they, right they, now. They've had more success uh, yes. against Chicago than they have Minnesota. Minnesota's beat them three out of four. Then Cleveland beat them two out of three, but they just lost to Minnesota last night. So uh, with Minnesota hit the ball as well as do, even though we pitch well. I mean, it, uh, I think it'd be a tough series. And you got Tampa but, Bay. And Tampa Bay, <laughs> you know, they're the one nobody talks about. You no, know what I mean? it's, it's nobody, nobody talks nobody, about nobody the Rays. Talks about them. And then you got the Buffalo Blue Jays. They're, they're looking good, too. And the Yankees will probably get in. So I'm just looking at that, and I'm just trying to think, because that's exactly what it's going to come down to, is who's going to match up better with who when it comes playoff time. You know, because of this weird schedule, too, Hunter, like I'm looking there, I, I don't I don't think Cleveland plays the Yankees in a regular season. They don't? They don't? Even, they don't? No. What? That's yeah, like, strange. They don't play, but yeah, because they, they usually play. I no, you... I, I'm almost positive they haven't, because I, I was looking for when they played them. I was looking down, they, they've got, they've got the Cubs them? again. Cleveland. Cleveland, they should play everybody. I don't. I don't they're playing think the they Cubs. Do. They better be playing the Yankees. I do not think they do. I do not think they do. So it's just weird because you haven't quite played everybody. It's like I can't remember Cleveland playing Boston this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're. You know, it, it's it's so weird. You know, typically you're going to play everybody in the American League, but I tell you what, Tom. So playing, far this year, you have not played New York or Boston. Right. See what I mean? So so you're asking me, well, how are they going to? How are they? And guess up? what? You don't. You don't yeah. play either one for right. the rest Wait of the season. Wait a minute. I'm looking at That's the weird. schedule. I mean, so you ask, well, how would they match up against New York? It would be hard to tell. But if you, I mean, you can guess. But, I mean, it, it, yeah. when they haven't played. You've played Kansas City. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule. And the White Sox in Detroit. Yeah. And the I, only teams that you've played. Detroit, Kansas City. Is the Central t- teams. And the NL they played some. The, our Central, the yeah, NL, you haven't that, played American West or American. Yeah, East. so you don't play any of them. Hmm. I think they only did Who it. The hell? I think is they only did schedule? it. I think yes. it is. Yeah, I think it is where they only played. That's what I was thinking. It was all regional. Like I did it. not know that. I thought that we were playing everybody the same number of times no. since, since we could. So the Central's only playing Central teams. The East are only playing East teams. Right. And the West playing West. That is not a good representation of anything. I wow. mean, it, I guess that's why they're expanding the playoffs and letting more in. Well, no, what, kinda, well, now I have to look more in depth at the actual standings because then if you're only playing the East teams, there, there is no measurement uh, as against. Yeah, I think that I, it's, is it's harder the case. To, it's harder to do because I've, I've noticed that division. going through. Because there was so much drama. That, you just blew How many mind. games are they going to play? What are they going to start? Right. You lost sight of, well, they're not really playing everybody. You, that, know? you just blew my mind with that one. Like they they have done that. I totally, and then you listen, I, totally the teams. I totally forgot that that was even the case. It's this time to year. get rid of Mont, Rob Manfred. Well, I can I can understand why you would, Hunter, because everything's just so everything's so up, upside down and topsy turvy. Every time this you year. tell me something new every week in baseball, Tom. I well, I and every I, week you know what I think. Well, that's every, the dumbest thing I've heard. I've been yet. Cha- <laughs> I've been I've been chastised on the show for being greedy and not reading. So I'm actually neither one. But, yeah, but at least like every realize. week, I, I kept, what did I what did I tell you the other? Oh, who was getting in the play? How they were doing the playoffs? And he, and yeah. he called me crazy. But when you did the, uh, the 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 second team is automatically in. right. That was the one that was like, huh? Well, I got into an argument with Terry over that. You're not the only one who has to argue with Terry, by the way. 
When Cleveland well. loses, I get a text message at, at seven o'clock in the morning and I have immediately have to start arguing with Terry. <laughs> I mean, so it's just you gotta read well, up on things. I just to be told prepared. you can't make any sense with someone that that Look, won't go by the official rules. I mean, you're right. The umpire won't go by the rules. Only teams that we've played as our own division in American League East teams. And let me tell you something. We've got a winning record against the American League East. Yeah. <laughs> so I we sweat Boston. The only team that I think we haven't played out of the American League East yet, yeah, the only team we haven't played yet is Baltimore. And so we basically, got the National up. League West has been just killing the American League West. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, Mike Trout, welcome to the National League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hey, Mike. Yeah, be thankful you don't have to see the Dodgers just as much did, in 162 games. Last, the last two weeks, I've learned that the second place team, no matter how bad they are, gets in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And now we're you're doing, not you're not playing. Like you you're, don't know, no, you're only playing regional because I know. So well, why are they playing the Cubs? Why are they playing the Pirates? You know, I, I assume. See what I thought when when they said everyone now has a DH. I assume that's how the schedule was going to reflect it that they were playing everyone. Not Uh-oh. if they were only going to do this, they could have easily just said no DH, keep it the same. Whoever's at right. home is, and that would be. Fair, right? Yeah. No, they did that because they want to eventually just implement the DH everywhere. And they were like, this All is right. the year. All right, JP. Yep. This is the year. You ready? We got to take another break. We got to talk about some technical stuff here in a second, Hunter, and get out of it. And we'll be back in a minute. We've got NCAA football. We've yes. got NFL football. ACC starts today, ladies and gentlemen. NASCAR playoffs and more when we come back on KTCBroadcasting.com. Nowadays, buying a new car or truck is different because everything is on the Internet. So why would anyone waste their time trying to get answers from a salesperson who's just going to beat you up for more money? At Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Forest City, our sales guys and sales girls don't work on commission. We have clear choice pricing, a free lifetime warranty, and you can find anything you might want to know on our 300 new and used cars and trucks online at Friendship Nissan or Friendship Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Remember, we're different, and we're right down the road in Forest City. Thanks for help bringing the economy back. One local purchase at a time. Kind of uplifts you and you feel better. It's the greatest comeback of all time. Shop local with WhatsUpShopper.com, Carolina Country, and The Boss. Looking for a new car? Maybe a pre-owned car or truck, or maybe an SUV. Then let your fingers do the walking and go to WhatsUpShopper.com. Local dealers with local vehicles. You don't have to drive all over the country. Just click on WhatsUpShopper.com and take a look at the local selection of cars, trucks, SUVs, and more from local dealers in Gaston, Cleveland, and Lincoln Counties. Car shopping just got easier by going to WhatsUpShopper.com. Pick yours out today. The NASCAR Xfinity Series. Three wide as we got a car sliding up against the outside safer barrier. Is at Richmond Raceway. Elbows up, rooting and gouging here at Richmond. With 250 laps of slam bang short track action. They're crashing in turn number two. One car is backed into the outside wall. It's the Virginia is for Racing Lovers 250. Saturday afternoon at 1.30 on the Motor Racing Network. On Carolina Country WCSL 92.3 FM. 1590 AM and online at KTCBroadcasting.com. I'm Dan Forrest. Closed schools deny our children their friends, sports, proms, graduations, their childhoods. Once passed, these moments are gone forever. There's no scientific reason that justifies the pain and sadness we're causing our children. What's more, closed schools don't work for working parents. Deciding whether to educate your child or work to feed them is a choice no one should have to make. I'm Dan Forrest. When I'm governor, 
We will protect the vulnerable and reopen our schools. Paid for by the committee to elect Dan Forrest. The Charitable Country Club remains open for dinner on Friday nights and for Sunday lunch. Call your order in at 704-435-6597. Take it home and enjoy a great dinner or lunch. You can pick it up under the big black awning at the front. And it's time to get out and play golf, too. The weekly Captain's Choice Golf Tournament starts every Friday night at 5.30 p.m. Just call the Pro Shop to sign up at 704-435-6597. The Charitable Country Club on the Roy Acre Road in Cherryville. And we're back on Sandy Moore Sports Talk with <coughs> Kevin and the guys. We were going a little over when it came to our technical jobs after the show. JP had to sit up is what he's saying, y'all. So y'all 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 feel for him. He had to sit up there. Very good job. There you JP. go. There you go. So uh there's a little baseball action. Um we've got uh a little couple of things to go over here this morning before we get out of here. I've got to leave a little early in a little bit. I've got baseball where it where Terry is uh Went up to see him and the gang up there. Uh, great facilities and, and, and stuff up there at West Lincoln Optimus, folks. You, if, if you're in the area and want to play for them, I'm sure they'll be more than happy you guys joining. Um, we've got um, we've got two games today. The little girl won't be in in the first one. She's got dance uh, tryouts this morning. You know, dance and then go play ball. That's a yeah, full day. So she'll have ball this afternoon. Um she didn't get a hit yesterday. Uh, the first game, scrimmage game, Hunter, she's three for three, scored every time. There you go. And she struck out every since. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, it's we've a, got, we've got, she's got a slump. We've got some type of timing issue I've got to, she's got a to, slump get, right to get now. settled. And, uh, but, but in her defense, um, it's an eight and under league, and she's technically classified, I think, as a five-year-old. Hmm. So if she's going out there, and, now remember, Tom, overhand. To my five-year-old. <laughs> he is, he's, don't let him go back there, Hunter. Don't let him go back there. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What's now? What's now? now? Yeah, yeah. we're not going to win too much. Uh, <sighs> we've got a uh, a young a team, I will say that. I was going to pull up the NASCAR and go over that, but Hunter, the NASCAR website, well, it was acting crazy, but I wanted to get over that. JP, read this schedule for sports today and tomorrow. On WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM. Okay, let's see. What is today? Today is the 12th? Yes. 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 Yeah, tomorrow was the 19-year anniversary of 9-11. All right, well, today we have the Atlanta Braves at Washington at 5.50 PM, and we have the Federated Auto Parts. I don't have the sheet of paper, JP. Can well, it says, it, says the feder- it says the Federated Auto Parts 400 at 6.30 p.m. That's correct. What are you laughing at? It says Federated. I don't know what you want from me. Okay, go ahead. That's what it says. Syracuse at North Carolina at 11 a.m. And then tomorrow we have the La- Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers at 12 noon. I guess, Hunter, if you really want to, you can stay until 11 previewing Tar Heels and Syracuse football. <laughs> you could. <laughs> I he, was, he said that, and I was like, dang, I forgot. That's an hour pregame. The, yeah. tar, the, the yeah. tar Heels are ranked 18th. Yes, <laughs> sir, they are. And they're going to start the season off on damn ACC <laughs> Network, does and that, it makes me so does that, mad. Does that rankings, you don't have it. Does that rankings include... The Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, right now, currently it does. What a, what a travesty of rankings. Anyway, I got the NASCAR stuff up. Uh, if it didn't rankings. count the Big Ten, we'd be higher. <laughs> I know, right? Speaking okay. of uh, rankings and, and, and wherever, uh, Harvick's got the Bush Pole Award for Richmond. 
Bush Poll Award, what is that? It, it's the Poll Award sponsored by Bush. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I literally thought that was an award. I was like, what did he do? No, he won the poll. Okay, I didn't. I don't know why they had to call it the Bush Poll Award. Because everything's sponsored in a racing hunt. Yeah, I watched uh, the, the Bush know, Poll Award. Did you watch the end of the Darlington race? Kevin? Yeah, we. Watched. I mean, it just wasn't. I was waiting for something exciting to happen, and it just. Uh, yeah, Elliot well, Thomas so NASCAR, I mean, and I'm just kidding. I mean, it's I'm just, just kidding. Where the two wrecked each other. Yeah, Elliot was so strong, and then they, and then Truex wrecked him, and and Chase went all the way back to twenty fourth. Yeah, which I would have been, we would have been fighting. I'm just, uh, but what what was interesting about that was where the cars were better because Chase's car was better in like one and two, mm-hmm. and Truex is better in three, four. So you could, but but Truex's vantage was greater. Yeah, and if he would have just been patient, it's that's not like of, that, that's what a lot of people say. That's that wasn't like it, he was racing like there was two laps left, right? And when there was like 25 laps left, so I really didn't understand. What he was, what Truex was doing. I mean, yeah. Elliot had Elliot had the better handling car. Truex had, you know, was faster. Right. But Truex was going to catch him. Yeah. And it's like you're just being a jerk, man. You you. It was only those two out there. Got and it. then they took yeah. them both out. So I mean, it was just, I mean, it was just a strange uh, course of events. There it was interesting until Truex did something stupid, <laughs> and then it's just like, man, you just took out the two best cars in the race. Well, the but. four the four drivers on the outside looking in right now is Clint Boyer. Well, Jimmy was leading some of that race for up in the front, and I told my wife, if he wins this race, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Like, you win the race after it is to qualify to get in. The, get in. I don't even want him to win a race now because it's just... It'll make you mad. It'll make you mad because yeah. if you'd have won any of the first 26, you'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, but you don't If you really... didn't have volunteer to be corona tested, which could have been a false positive because two days later he was okay, mm-hmm. he could have made the playoffs. If you don't wreck on in uh, Dover or wherever he was on, on the front, on the front, um, on the last lap of the first stage, I get that out, uh, he's in. There's so many things that he missed by just 10 points. And it's just so silly. Um, but Cole Custer, Benedetto, Ryan Blaney's in last. Clint Did Boyer you just say cold custard? is on the outside. Yeah, cold custard. Cold custard. Well, I had uh, my my daughter uh, who is now watching. She watches the end of the races with me, and she has a friend who is a Jimmy Johnson fan. Yeah, and uh, she said my my dad kind of likes Cole Custer, and his response was, "I don't even know enough about Cole Custer to respond to that." <laughs> so I cast him. Well, next time you see Glenn, just make sure you say Glenn. Who's won a race this year, Cole Custer or Jimmy Johnson? And the answer is yeah. Cole Custer. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson has not won since 2017. Custer's got more wins than Jimmy, Kyle yep. Busch, Danica Patrick, Bubba Wallace. Is this the passing of the torch? <laughs> well, and, uh, and Bubba Wallace in the news, he will not back, nah, be yes. back with Richard Petty next yes. year. So, so there are some car movement car things to talk about as far as where everybody's going to be next year uh the silly season uh this weekend of course real quick they're in richmond um harvick's in first hamlin uh second logano third kislowski fourth that's been the top four all year that, that and that's where yeah. they are um so wallace had an ownership stake in it in our in in richard petty motorsports um it, it's hard to explain to people who aren't fans of the sport how only 10 to 15 teams well, actually, five are extremely good, and then the ten are competitive, and then the rest of the sport is. And it's not so like in the NFL. I guess the best way to say it is like, well, you got your top five, six really good teams, then you got some mediocre foot teams that always stay mediocre. Then you got the the, the bad bottom team. feeders. 
Well, the Petty Motorsports with their stuff, they're always in the middle of the pack. So if, if Bubba wants to advance his career and thinks he's better than that, it's just the right move to move on. Um, what would be nice, what would have been great for the sport would have been if Bubba could have brought sponsorship to the 43 and then they could have used that money to improve those cars because the, the it's a it's a you know it's a balancing act of you got to have a driver to put to get the, the the stuff you need to get the 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 sponsorship to get the cars you need but if they don't have it they can't get the good driver so pay, they kind of need each other so i don't know how bubble would do depends on which seat he lands in but also just because you land in a seat don't mean guaranteed success uh terry as a junior fan will sit here and say him and Jimmy ran the same stuff. Jimmy's got 83 wins, and Dale's got about 12 or something, 11 or 15 or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's, it is it's is different. Um, so we'll see. Uh, the 42 is open. Um, what's ironic about that, that's Kyle Larson's seat, who was kicked out uh, or suspended for. And deservedly so. Uh, yeah. Now, what they're saying is that Larson has done all of his protocols. He's I, I know you don't pay attention to any, any other type of racing, Tom, but he has been dominating the World of Outlaws racing. He won like 10 or 11 straight races in, that, in that. That's good for him. World of Outlaws right. is probably really suited and, for him. And, and <laughs> he, um, and, and it, everything else he's been doing. So, but he's, he'll a, come back. he's applied he'll to come get back, back yeah. in. Yeah, so the rumors are he may be going to the 48 and Bubba to the 42, but there is still possibility of Bubba to the 48, which that's what I, I was I thinking. I don't think, I think, I don't think so, but we'll see. It it the the thing about Bubba he's got a sponsorship with McDonald's already mm-hmm. and and they're already tied to the forty two so that's where everybody thinks it makes that, sense that that's gonna that's where he's gonna lean forty two they'll they'll have a good team he's got he'll have good gear he'll but, have better one if you've been reading the uh, the social media has it spinning has spun it around saying Richard Petty basically got rid of Bubba Wallace but I, that's not the case no not at all that's not the case Richard they've offered him ownership stake he's right. had ownership stake right. in the last few years not even close to right. to to the same thing. Um, so so Jimmy announced uh, that he will be doing 15 IndyCar events next year. So he's basically moving to IndyCar. Um, he's going to be doing some. He hasn't announced his NASCAR schedule yet. I'd like to see how he does. How he's going to be doing the road courses in the city course. He's not doing super speedways. I don't I don't know why that is. If there, there's some type of particular, particular reason, you'd think he'd be better at the super speedway anyway. Yeah. Because that's what he's been driving, but instead he's doing he's doing all the the, the major road courses. So I guess he'll he probably might like do the five hundred as well. He's at a point in his life where he can do what he wants. So he, he's he also at a well. It, that's like yeah. when Travis Pastrana tried to drive NASCAR. Jimmy's at a point. Though, he's at the point in his career where he can do whatever he, he, he wants. wants Jimmy's at wants. the point though. I think Hunter and you, Tom, you can give me your opinions on this or not. If he that was, was a Ford, if he was in a Ford right? right now, and especially if Rodney Childers was his yeah. crew chief. He'd be winning races right now, mm-hmm. and still in NASCAR. The, the, Fords the Chevys, right of, now, the Chevys for years. I thought of the right. So, so if you're in that sitting there in that Chevy mm-hmm. in his position, and you can't get, you know, I can't believe Lowe's back when Lowe's backed out of the sponsorship of, of him and, and just got out of NASCAR altogether. You're just like, jeez, what it used is, to be the Lowe's what? Motor Speedway. Yeah, it's crazy. And 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 it, it was the main headquarters originally. I think it's up yeah. in Wilkesboro, and that that was tied to that track. Yeah. So uh, that a lot of that's just. For, for the old guys, it's weird. But, yeah, Jimmy going to IndyCar, and we'll see some some NASCAR stuff next year, so we'll find out. All right, JP, you sitting up? Are we ready for another break? We behind? Okay, I'm going to get them going. 
they're going to finish up with some I'll, – I'll, I'll get one or two comments in. We're going to do college football next, and then we'll let Tom uh, and Hunter finish up the show. Hunter, Tom's really the only person we haven't talked to this week about NFL. We'll let him do his NFL picks, and y'all kind of go over Absolutely. We will news do the and notes. We will do in it. We, when we come back, we will do NFL and college football. Okay. Take it away, JP. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. You're listening to the Wolfman Jack. I tell you, when I was a little kid, you know, I was I was brought up listening to Alan Freed. Wolfman Jack. When I was just getting started, you know, the hip thing was to say, what's happening, Jack? You know, hey, Jack, what's going on? You know, so that was the hip slang, you know. So being a horror classic freak like I am, I chose the Wolfman because it was a very animal sounding name and the name Jack because of the hip slang. You know, what's happening, Jack? Because Jack always knew what was happening. You understand what I mean? Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, on the balls. WHS Shelby, WLON, Lincoln, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. The Cherryville Country Club remains open for dinner on Friday nights and for Sunday lunch. Call your order in at 704-435-6597. Take it home and enjoy a great dinner or lunch. You can pick it up under the big black awning at the front. And it's time to get out and play golf, too. The weekly Captain's Choice Golf Tournament starts every Friday night at 5.30 p.m. Just call the Pro Shop to sign up at 704-435-6597. The Cherryville Country Club on the Roy Acre Road in Cherryville. When you shop our local advertisers, be sure to tell them you heard it on the radio. That way they'll know that their radio dollars they spend works for them and you too. Even in today's fast-moving world, radio remains the leading media to reach more people. 93% of Americans listen to AM, FM radio over the air. TV viewership is 89%, smartphone use is 83%, and personal computer use is 50%. So if you're a business owner, reach more people with the power of radio. If you don't tell it, you can't sell it. See the power of radio. WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL Cherryville. Online at ktcbroadcasting.com. New merchandise arrives each and every week at this and that trading post in Dallas. Just arrived face shields priced at $1.50. Fitbit watches starting at $112.50. Don't tread on me and truck flags just $3 each. This and that trading post has pinatas for only $12. Duramax impact wrenches $35. Keep clean with muck daddy wipes for only $2. Gloves, a pack of 12, $6. VTEC with Kitty Buzz, just $77.50. At this and that trading post, 3857 Dallas High Shoals Road, right across from the flea market. Open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5 on Sunday. Call 704-215-7155 and like them on Facebook, too. It's time to play at the Green Meadows Golf Course on Kelly Road in Mount Holly. Play and ride Monday through Friday for $25. Weekends, just $30. Seniors ride and play Monday through Friday for $20. And every Wednesday is Ladies' Day. Ladies play and ride for just $15. So make your tee time now by calling the Green Meadows Golf Course, 704-827-9264. 
Green Meadows Golf Course, 957 Kelly Road in Mount Holly. And we're back. I'm saying more Campbell sports talk with Kevin, Hunter, Tom, and Banana Terry. Terry Banana's here. Terry Banana. that, that's the amount of of respect that I give the umpire and chief's decision from, from this weekend. <laughs> well, it's, it's a banana republic. You know being, what that reminds run. me of? That reminds me of the Carson Dockery days. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I haven't seen that since that. The yeah. banana Terry. Yeah, the banana. The banana, the, the, the banana republic of... Of 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 baseball he runs up. All right, college football. Before I get out of here, guys, I'm leaving in just a few moments. Um, but I did want to get in. Tom, the spread at Kid Brewer Stadium was what again today? Appalachian State minus seventeen. I'm trying to find the and it's uh, going to be an empty Kid Brewer Stadium. So sad. I'm looking at this. So sad. And there are only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten games today that are actually selling tickets. The rest of them. No one is going to be there. Well, I know it's a little bit different, but the Ohio governor said that the Browns and Bengals can have six thousand fans, so they mm-hmm. they can actually have. So they can ten, have fans, you can have fans in Tennessee. So you can have uh, fans. It depends on at, it depends on who you voted for for governor two or four years ago. Listen, this is serious. Is that not serious? So hey, the Bengals quick, and the Browns. The, when you go to the polls. You got to think in four football. years, will this person allow me to watch f- football? So you're telling or me NASCAR races. that the Bengals and the Browns can have fans and play football, but the most successful team in Ohio cannot play uh, at all. And they hey, keep, the most they, successful team in North Carolina can't. They play keep fans talking. I, I, they keep. I'm talking. saying they can't even play. <laughs> Ohio no, State sorry. can't even play right now. Well, Trump. Trump supposedly made a call to the Big Ten Commission. Yeah, and guess what? They probably didn't listen. Because you guys aren't even playing. I've heard back and forth rumors about the Big Ten. Possibly October if they start up. Well, whoop-de-doo. You're a whole month behind everybody else. It's Okay, they just had Ohio State just had a first-round guard. Yeah, you know, guard. Opt-out. Opt yeah. I was going to say, you had an offensive lineman opt-out. So That's the first of many coming a- from Ohio State. So yeah. Appalachian versus UNC Concord. The uh, over-under <laughs> is 59, Hunter. For under his 59. Yeah, is it not yeah. UNC Concord? It's UNC Charlotte. No. no I, it's and, not in Charlotte. No, I can tell you this. It's UNC Concord. Right? It's, right, well, Thomas. it's university area, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it is closer to Concord, but this just has them listed as Charlotte, and I think that's what they just call their sports team is Charlotte, not UNC Charlotte. doesn't matter regardless. Charlotte, you're, congratulations. This is going to be good for recruiting because you're going to be able to be on national television, but it's going to be why you're taking a hot L. I'm sorry. You are still too young of a football program for me to choose you over an established football program. All right, let me read the breakdown of this. Why Charlotte can cover. The 40, 49ers wrapped up 2019 with a winning record of 7-6, and six, moved the football extremely effectively against Appalachian State in a 15-point loss, 56-41. Remember, 29 was the over-and-under, Hunter, last year. They got, yeah. They got 40. And now the over-under is like 59. Uh, if not uh, for a couple costly turnovers and a late onside kick return for touchdown, Charlotte would have given Appalachian serious trouble. The Mountaineers lost to George, so I don't know what that has to do with, <laughs> to, to with Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> why, a jab. Why App can cover. Uh, meanwhile, after 13-1 year, uh, they're looking for another quality season. The the trader uh, coach stabbed the team in the back and moved to Missouri. Some of this is ad-libbed, uh, but the, <laughs> <laughs> the trader is coach. Uh, but the Mountaineers, were, who, who is scared now, Tom, he joined the SEC. They gave him Alabama on a schedule, and he complained. 
come play. Isn't that his first game? Oh, he won. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that the new team they gave him, and he cried like a baby. And that's what he gets for stabbing the Mountaineers in the they, back. Because I'm pretty sure SEC starts next weekend. Yeah. Two stats from 2019 to keep an eye on. Charlotte, Charlotte ranked 15th worst in the nation with respect to touchdowns allowed. Just kidding. Um, SEC does not start next weekend. They, they start 50. the following Jeez, weekend. Jeez, what are they waiting on? I don't know. To make matters worse for the 49ers, App State was 7th best in the nation in overall offensive touchdowns. Last year, um, how to make the picks, but it's, this is a some type of simulation model. They did it simulated 10,000 times, Tom, and that was the spread they came Damn. up with. Missouri does have Alabama opening day. That is, ah, right, right away, week. right ne- away. Next week. No, All right, guys, two two I'm out of here. Uh, I want to say thanks, everybody, for watching and listening, as always, on KTC. Uh, and and listen, my guest myself here this morning. Uh, we've we, this should be another week of high school football we missed out uh, on. Um, I gave you guys a, a little quick list. You don't have to go through it or anything if you just want to make notes of anything. 53 guys here in, in North Carolina are on a, a made an NFL roster um, uh, this fall. Also, September 26th, Cal Patty Bingo uh, up at the same corral behind the Cat Square Superette. Uh, September 26th, Tom saying will be grilling bologna, and uh, Tom will be betting on Cal Patty Bingo. So. We'll see you guys the rest of the day. I got to go up here and, and, and argue with an umpire, right. it seems. Uh, I'll see. Give him a break, Kevin. <laughs> I, I didn't even talk to him. We'll, we're just going to go play and have fun. All right, guys. All right, Kevin. Have a good one. Have a good one. All and right, with Kevin. Kevin leaving, I control the show for the next 15 to 20 minutes. Luck, and this Tom. means that all we're show. doing is talking football. And I'm 100% fine with that. We're not going to veer away and, and talk right. any nonsense. We're just going to talk straight up football. There's no uh, nonsense Tom, on the show. There, yeah, there really isn't Never. as much nonsense. Never. Tom, it's technically week two. They have this listed as week two in college football. Yeah, they had a couple games last week. Yeah, they week. had a couple games last week. And the big games this week, if you want to talk about at least a ranked team will be playing, it is North Carolina, Iowa State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Texas. That's, of course, because the Big Ten is not playing right now, and the SEC is two weeks away from starting, which T- I think is crazy. But yeah. TCU has just postponed their season indefinitely. Indefinitely. Because, yeah, because of the COVID outbreak, so they mm, postponed that So they night. will not be a part of yeah. the Big 12 then. And, you know, Big Ten's trying to get on the field, but Wisconsin just locked down their campus and quarantined everybody because when everybody first came to college, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. They all had parties. Well, I said this. I said this whenever, you know, they were having the big hullabaloo about the University of North Carolina. Everybody, I was like, well, what did you expect to happen? Were yeah. you not prepared for this to happen? You just thought everybody was going to come back clean willy-nilly yeah. from their homes? Like, like you, you didn't expect it. Don't act super shocked like we have to just and, shut everything and, down. And here's now. the next thing. What's what Moving forward, Yeah. now you're going to have the flu. Mm-hmm. It's going to start hitting. So they're telling everybody to get a flu shot. Yeah. But you know how a lot of people are in the conspiracy theories that if you take a flu shot, the government's injecting a microchip <laughs> into you to track you and... Blah, blah, blah. So we're gonna well, I will that. say this, Tom, and that's it, I, the only thing I'll say about it. I have never had a flu shot, and I've, I have never had the flu. Yeah, I, I, I used, I've I had the flu once. I, I do get it, I guess, because of my age and because I'm around kids all the time. So I, mm-hmm. I, I do get it. I haven't had the flu. Yeah. I can honestly tell you I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I mean, you listen to, you know, you listen to people, and right. when you don't have the medical training, you don't really – is this guy blowing smoke or is he right. telling me the truth? So, so, I mean, it's free with my insurance, so I go right. ahead and get it. So, there are three games that have already been postponed for today. 
Louisiana Tech at Baylor, Florida International at, that would have been a ranked game, number 21 Central Florida, and Marshall at East Carolina, which I hate is postponed because that's always a good game. Marshall and East Carolina for the Conference USA. Um, Or or no, that's not Conference USA anymore, is it? Is that the American Conference? Conference? I was going to say, I think Conference USA dissolved and became the American Conference. But what I I don't understand, you know, and I know Dabo's crying. It is the American. Because Dabo cries all the time if you watch Mm. him coach game. But he's crying that he he doesn't want to wait on other teams to play the playoff. And I I guess I understand what he's saying. That's understandable. At the same time, it's like, hey, man. That this this is affecting different schools in different ways. Mm-hmm. We're not all on the same page. You might have to play a national championship game in the middle of February. And maybe none of your players will play. Yeah, and maybe all none be of your players will play. For, yeah. I mean, this. I mean, you know, Ohio State's going to have. They're going to be playing with their third stringers mm-hmm. in the spring. Yeah. I mean, that that's just is what it is right now. But uh, yep. uh, I mean, I I just don't really see how you know as we see this school cancels that school canceled haven't even had to deal with the flu yet. Right. So I mean how's this thing going to look moving forward? I mean, I guess they're doing what they can do, uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's just so weird. And they're, like, they're, there's a guy on the network that I won't mention that said, oh, this is going to be fun in a way. We're going to be in Winston-Salem and Clemson and no fans. What is fun <laughs> without no fans? What's fun well, what about being fun? in Winston-Salem, what, what, really? What is fun about that? I mean, oh, I, mean I, I understand. my I, God. I understand I'm trying to put a positive spin on uh-huh. it, but there's nothing fun about it. All right. This. Now, Tom, we're going to do what we always do, even though it's – and because it's me and you, we can probably get through this relatively quickly. Okay, yeah. We're just going to pick the games for today. Okay. The college football games that are going to be played today. So, we'll start with the 12 o'clock games. We'll work our way down. 12 o'clock game. Oh, wow. Well, why does it have all of them listed? It doesn't have all of them listed. I guess it's only How many going games to... are they playing today? Hunter, about 20? 15, 20 I believe games? so. Okay. All right, so here. We'll do the ones that I have over, under, and lines with right okay, now. Okay, that's fine. Saturday, September 12th at 12 o'clock, Syracuse will be at North Carolina. The over, under is 65, and the line is minus 23 North Carolina. Carolina, big favorites. Big uh, favorites. And I don't. And that's why I was like, oh, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. Syracuse is actually competitive, at least. Yeah, I think they win, but they don't cover that. Spread. I could agree with that. Yeah, Louisiana at Iowa State. Iowa State. And think about this. Iowa State's ranked 23rd, and they're only 11-point favorites over Louisiana. But the over-under is 56-and-a-half. I like Iowa State. They, they they seem to have a competitive program and mm-hmm. win a few games they're not supposed to They produce year. some pretty good call- yeah. or, or NFL talent, too. Yeah. The next one, I don't think is going to be close, and this is just a personal thing. Uh, in Indiana, Duke will be traveling to play Notre Dame. Minus 20, Notre Dame over under 52 and a half. I, I like Notre Dame to cover that. I do too. I, I don't really know. I haven't heard too much about Duke this year, but Mm-mm. Notre Dame, you know, is probably going to take care of them with room to spare. And I, there is no over under on this. I don't understand why or a line, but it's listed on this page. Missouri State will be going to Norman to play Oklahoma. I, I'm taking <laughs> Oklahoma. There's not a question there. I believe Oklahoma's going to take care of business today. This is, I, this is the biggest line. Well, second biggest line. I take that back. This is the second biggest line that I see right now. In Winston-Salem, college game day is there. The Clemson Tigers will be taking on the Demon Deacons. Clemson is favored by 33.5 points, and the over-under is 60. Yeah, I, I would say there's usually one team that, that gives Clemson a hard time on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, they Carolina gave them a hard time they last year. A, a couple time. years ago, State. Uh, 
So they, they and these do, are different yeah. times right now. But, but so not, no. not today. Not today. No, not today. The no. biggest line is minus forty three, and it is in Austin, Texas. The University of Texas will be hosting UTEP. Over under is fifty eight. So let me get this straight. It is over under is fifty eight. You have Texas favored by 43. Yeah, because they're going to beat them 58 to nothing. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, I, I like Texas. And, and I like te- Texas. I don't Texas know about is on 43. The rise. But... Uh, you know, their their coach was uh, used to be at Ohio State, so you mm-hmm. know you know he's a winner. Okay. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. And this one has been postponed, so we won't speak of that. Um, we can go ahead and talk about the – before we move a little bit over to just speaking on the NFL, we'll pick this weekend's NFL games too. Uh, I won't go down all of these – um, Charlotte Appalachian, your alma mater. Are they going to be able to hold it close? Is okay. it going to? Are no, they going to cover? Nobody's given us a chance. I, I think that 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 UNC Charlotte has a pretty good defense. From I think they're going to mm-hmm. get after the quarterback a little bit today, and I think they shock the world. UNCC twenty, Appalachian State seventeen. You think they do shock have the, the upset? Shock, shock the, the nation. Shock, they're going to shock the nation. It's shock the nation. They're going to go into Boontown. And, you know, usually there's a lot of drinking that goes on in, in Boone for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of sorrow drinking tonight Listen, when the 49ers go in there and upset them today. I'm going to take Appalachian. I don't think I don't think that they cover 17 and a half. I think that it's closer than that, maybe like 13. I think App does beat Charlotte. But Charlotte's got to get up for this game because they go to Chapel Hill they, next week. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll be. Yeah, that could be a lot a tougher contest. But I, I like I like Charlotte to go in. That's my that's my upset of the week. Tom, I hate to tell you, but Kevin said you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't fire me. You can't fire me. You can't fire I'm me. Inst- I'm an institution at the station. Okay? You can't fire I me. I quit. Fired. I cannot be no, fired. Okay. Uh, all right. Initial thoughts on the Houston Kansas City game. You know, I was talking to Terry about this. What's scary about Kansas City? And I and I have to eat my own words. I mean, because last week, just kind of spent, well, they gave Mahomes all that money. How can they possibly mm-hmm. build a team in the salary? And I look at a lot of their guys. A lot of their guys are still under contract for another couple of years, and they, and they paid a few more guys. Somehow they found a way to do it. And I'm looking at this team on offense. They got Watkins. They got Kelsey. They got Tyreek Hill. They got that rookie running back that's just running all yeah, over everybody. Later, yeah. Now they can pound the ball. Now they can throw uh, throw the ball. They, they've got the, you know, Kelsey, you want to tackle that guy in the middle mm-hmm. of the field? I mean, it's just, it's crazy what they have on offense. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody beating them. And the one guy had the touchdown and dropped it. I don't know that yeah, kid. I don't know. But you, but you saw that Tyreek Hill's going to draw two guys, mm-hmm. and the other guys walk in. They're going to be open. They're going to be open. So I just don't see how. I think I had. I don't see how. Four takeaways from that game and they were all for Houston Deshaun Watson looked like he was running for his life so that offensive line is horrible that was one of the main reasons I didn't have them making the playoffs this year they are really going to miss DeAndre Hopkins that's point number two they are that's point number two point number three that defense really doesn't look that great for Houston they don't but but they're playing I mean nobody's defense is going to look and then I had to rethink that and then the fourth one I had to switch it up and say, okay, it can't quite be for Houston. This is going to be for Kansas City. Do people not realize that Patrick Mahomes is still not even like in his mid twenties? It's crazy. It's crazy. How how, good, how I want good you he to think now. about that. Like he could have MVP, Super Bowl MVP, one Super Bowl. Obviously, he did that in his first three years. He could have two Super Bowls in his first four years. I think so. And then eventually, 
Because think about it. What do quarterbacks that are already good usually do as they get older? They get more efficient mm -hmm. because they understand. And Patrick not, Mahomes realized. He's, he's not going to be running crazy. No, he's not going to be running crazy. He's going to be more efficient. And Patrick Mahomes admitted last year that he just learned how to read defenses. So that's, that's all I have to say for anybody that will think this next statement is crazy. Patrick Mahomes could go down as a top five quarterback of all time. Oh, yeah, if he, he retired by year six, I think yeah. he could. I just well, That's just me. He's gonna be good for a long time. I think he's and gonna be Kansas very good. City team. I just don't. It's just. It's just after years of futility, you yeah. have this stacked team in Kansas City. So it's good for their town. It's bad for everybody else. And he, bad. You know, it's like uh, you know, Cleveland starts to turn the corner, and okay, how are you gonna get past Kansas City? Because for years it was New well, now England. How are you gonna get past Baltimore? That's yeah, how are you gonna thing. get past? And Baltimore is really good. I mean, I, I, I'm lamar jackson is such a great athlete and he's so dynamic mm -hmm. and there's so many things he can do and it's crazy to think I, that he led the the league last year in touchdown passes yeah but it's just when you watch him throw the ball it's not quite like watching mahomes throw the ball do you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean he's not not quite there but say right. he could do so many things and put so much pressure on the defense and you know they added dobbins as a running back so now yeah. they've got a rookie running back and we're gonna pound it at you we can so those two those two teams are you know Baltimore's good on the defensive side of the ball too. So you know when Cleveland does have a you know up and coming team, look at what you got to play. And, I know. Well, you know Roethlisberger's back in Pittsburgh, and, <laughs> and Cincinnati's got Burrow, and they're putting them at six or seven wins, Hunter. They think uh, Cincinnati. I think that's that a little bit. much. I this think it's probably weekend, a little bit of hype. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it officially kicked off Thursday, but this weekend is officially the first week of the NFL, and so what me and Tom are going to do. We are going to just keep it nice and simple, and we are going to pick the games this weekend. We are going to pick who we think the winners and losers are going to be this weekend. Let me have this pulled up to where I have overs and unders and lines and stuff because I love to keep up with that kind of stuff. But now we'll just start with the 1 o'clock game. This is in Atlanta, so we're going. this team is going west to east. It's the Seattle Seahawks and the Atlanta Falcons. Seattle is favored. By two and a half. Do you think it, the Seattle wins this? I don't know. Atlanta really struggled last year. Um, is Seattle, everybody's high on Seattle. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, they did have a lot of injuries last year. And when you've got Russell Wilson, I mean, you're always in the ball game. So I, I like Seattle in this game. I like Seattle too. Uh, two and a half so close. I could see them. I could see Seattle covering it. But it wouldn't be surprised if it was if it How many was fans are they going to allow there? Do you know? I don't even know if there will be fans. It's it's in Atlanta. It's got to be with that point spread. That game's got to be in Atlanta, right? Yeah, it is in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many they're going to let in. Next one o'clock game, Orchard Park, New York. Buffalo Bills will be hosting the New York Jets, and the Bills are favored by six and a half. Do you I like mean, the Bills? Well, I mean, I like I like Darnold. I, I think that uh, they're, they're they're pretty much he's got a he's got another year to grow and develop. I don't think anybody's. You know, going to expect him to take him to the playoffs mm -hmm. this year, even though they're, they're up and coming. I, I really like Buffalo. Uh, you know, I like Allen. I, you know, I like what they've got on the defensive side of the ball. They were very good in the secondary last year. I, mm. I like Buffalo this year. I like Buffalo this year. I'm very, I'm very high on Buffalo. If Josh yeah. Allen just takes the next step, that team is a playoff team. Yeah. Well, they're a playoff team already. I think they can win at least a first round game after that if he takes the next step. Next 1 o'clock game, Ford Field, Detroit, the Bears and the Lions. There's just no Tigers involved with this. Negative, I'm sorry, not negative. Minus 3 is Detroit, so they're favored by a field goal. 
Detroit's favored? Detroit's favored by a field goal. Mitchell Trubisky is under center for the Bears week one. That's how much disrespect they have for Trubisky. I think <laughs> I think that's really just disrespect for that Bears total. Yeah, I but, think that's highly disrespectful because to me, I know usually minus three is for the home team. Yeah. So they're essentially saying this is even. They're just giving leeway to the home team. Right. Um. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see nearly the weapons for the Lions yeah. and especially the defense. I don't know. I'm taking. I'll take the Bears. I like the Bears. You know, people are high on Trubisky. Said he had a very good camp. I mean, well, nobody's seen him. You know, it's like right, when you haven't right. seen him, he's, you don't really know. Uh, he's an Ohio kid, so, yeah. you know, I always have, you know, the soft spot for the Ohio kids. I, I want to see him do well. So, I, I like the Bears in this game. I mean, they got a pretty good defense, too. I, mm-hmm. I just don't see, I don't know, maybe the bookies know something we don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Packers, Vikings in Minnesota. Minus two and a half is Minnesota. Yeah, I like Minnesota at home. I could see these two teams split in the series. I think I do. Yeah. I see them that way. And I think uh, it will be home at home. I, I I like Minnesota in this game. I do too. I like Minnesota at home. Now the one with the biggest question mark on it, the New England Patriots hosting the Miami Dolphins. It is Fitzpatrick. It will not be Tua right. for Miami. It is Cam Newton. will not be Tom Brady. And New England is a six and a half point favorite. I have New England winning this game because it is in Foxborough, and it's usually difficult for Miami to come up. Now it's the opposite when they go to when New England goes to Miami. That's when things get a little dicey, at least within the past few years. So I have New England winning at home against Miami. Well, this is really phase one of the Miami rebuild. You know, because Mm -hmm. you know it brought in Tua, and they 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 cleaned house and they're in the rebuilding. Uh, So is. What's interesting to me is everybody's saying that the the Belichick Newton thing is working out so great, and and Belichick has nothing but 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 praise for right. Newton. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know—is it really working out that well? I mean, I, we'll I guess, see. We'll see. I, I just that is definitely the odd couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like New England to win this game because right. of where Miami is, but moving forward, I, that that's interesting to me. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it's not going to work because it's Bill Belichick, and as much mm-hmm. as I don't like him. You have to have faith in his ability to to bring Cam Newton to a to a different level of It is play. worth noting going forward for the New England Patriots and the court and this Sunday, they are in fact without six key players. They had six opt outs yeah, this year. Six that, opt outs. That's right. So we'll see. We, um, if there's anybody who can do something with not a whole lot, it's Belichick. Right. So I like him in this game. Moving forward, I think the Cam Newton thing's gonna be interesting. The Eagles they step foot into the wrong place this weekend. Where Redskins? They come into Washington. Yeah, and uh, land over Maryland. They were talking about Chase Young, who 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 won out the starting. I was like, you were you really you, not I, going did to you start think, it? I mean, you took him at number <laughs> two overall. Really start did else? you think he wasn't going to start? Uh-huh. Philadelphia is favored five and a half points. I will say this as a Washington fan: Philadelphia will win this game. But it will not be by five and a half. Yeah, Washington will cover this because Washington's defense. Our defense is going to be great. It's going to keep them in this game. Who are they who are they starting a quarter? Are they starting Dwayne. Haskins. They Dwayne. are starting Haskins. Mm-hmm. So, is Ohio guy. So Ohio State guy. So I've got. And here's a, the thing. But he's also they a don't Washington have a lot. Guy. They don't have yeah. a lot of tape on him. Yeah. So if Dwayne improved as much as I think they're saying he did this off season. He's maturing. He's young. I, I mean, think, these guys are young. Oh, you yeah. Know? He only yeah. played college football for a year right, or two. Right. Like, he's so young. He's like, young. I don't think people realize 
listen, all I'm going to say is if Carson Wentz tweaks something, Washington wins yeah, this football it, game. Yeah, it would be it'll be interesting. Washington, hopefully, hopefully Wentz holds up yeah. for the Eagles fans. In Charlotte, in our backyard, the Raiders come to town to take on the Kitty Cats, the Carolina Panthers. By the and, way, we are a Panthers affiliate. <laughs> and we are a Panthers affiliate. You the, bri- the Bridgewater era begins. The Bridgewater era begins, but uh, not on a good note because they're the underdog. Yeah. Las Vegas is favored by three on well, the road. A lot of people are high on Vegas. You know, they, they, they are high on Vegas, you know. and uh, Crazy is, is I have Vegas winning this Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to come in and beat them because, you know, it's rebuild time for the Panthers. You know, I, they, I, you know. I still, that's exactly what it is. I don't know what how Matt Rule in this offense is going to do. I know what Christian McCaffrey is going to do. It's yeah. everybody else I have questions about. That's well, exactly what it is. You know, it, with Bridgewater, I think is going to be able to stretch the field a little bit better than mm-hmm. some of the guys. So it's not going to be swing past to McCaffrey every right. play. Right. Uh, so, you know, even if McCaffrey's numbers come down, it's not because he's deteriorating. Mm-hmm. They no. may be able to do some different things with in Rule's offense, but... Uh, it's going to take a while. I yeah. mean, the Panthers' three or four wins this year is is probably not a grossly, hmm. you know, you it's know, not underestimated. Yes, but but I, I like Vegas uh, to come in there this year. I hate the fact they're in Vegas. Yeah. I think Oakland got cheated. Uh, Oakland's a blue collar town, and they took their team to give it some glitz and glamour, which isn't really going to support them. So that's a whole other story. But I, I I like I like the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders to come in and, and beat the Panthers. Jacksonville. <laughs> they host the Colts. Do Colts, they have any players left? Colts, no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> Jack, the Colts are favored by a touchdown and a half. Colts win this game, and I think it, I think the Colts cover. I don't. I don't think. I mean, who did Jacksonville cover. even keep? I mean, you know, they the got, only thing they, they kept is the mustache. Yeah, they, they kept they, Minshew, they kept Minshew. and there's two receivers. Other than that, <sighs> they discovered everybody. Everybody. That's. I don't. Let's not even stay very long. On the that Browns game. did that and went over the season. So I mean, I could see Jacksonville going over the season. I had over. We picked all of the games the yeah. other day. Me, Kevin, and Andre. They could definitely go. We over didn't the have season. them win a game. The Browns. They are in Baltimore to play the Ravens. They're about a touchdown underdog. They're a touchdown and a half. Yeah. Baltimore's seven and a half point favorite. Yeah. Well. I... It's just I have Baltimore. It's really awful that Cleveland has to go on the road to play arguably the the second best team in the AFC. I mean, mm-hmm. until somebody dethrones Kansas City, they're the best team in the AFC. Right. Uh, you know, Cleveland on offense, you know, Landry's a little nicked up. I don't know how much he's going to play. You know, Beckham mm-hmm. they say he's good. I'm interested to see what Hooper's going to do. They just paid Kareem Hunt. Right. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with five tight ends. They said they were going to trade Najoku and then they didn't. Uh, they got the gift safety from Jacksonville, uh, which helped. But, you know, when Williams went down and Delph went down, and they're banged up in the secondary, and that's not what you want coming into Baltimore. So uh, and my heart tells me Cleveland will find a way to win. But uh, I, you, you have to, you know, on football sense, on paper, Baltimore should win the ball game. Chargers traveling to Ohio. It's the only game in Ohio to play the Bengals. Uh, Chargers are favored by three, but I think this is an upset game. I don't know. It's interesting to see what a Terod Taylor is going to do. I mean, a lot of people, and Terod Taylor is the Rodney Dangerfield of quarterbacks. I mean, he's been to the playoffs. He's not oh, yeah. bad. But, uh, and that, you know, to me, I look at this game, and the Chargers have more talent than the Bengals. Yeah, I think I, I don't think that, like, even without Gordon. Even I without don't Gordon. like the Chargers leaving the state of California or leaving the West. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's I stuff, don't. But, so, but to me, are... I'm going to take Cincinnati. And I, as crazy as that sounds, a lot of people have them winning at least 
three or four games Some people this talking year. six or seven. Some people say they're going to finish in front of the Browns. I don't see that. I don't I, see I, that. I don't see that. But, but I could see them starting off hot just against a, to me, Chargers team who has a young quarterback that they still don't know what they're going to, when they're even going to play him. Right. And Derwin James is out for them. I know they've got talent all over the board, but something, something about this just doesn't feel right to me. Chargers coming out here, it, you know, it almost seems too good to be true that the Chargers get lined up against Cincinnati week one. Yeah. yeah I, with a new quarterback and a second-year coach. and I, I still know. like the Chargers. I mean, you know, Burrow, he's not he, – got to remember, you got a rookie quarterback who's never taken a snap, mm-hmm. and then you took the whole preseason away from him. So I, I, don't, I don't like Cincinnati for that reason. This kid mm-hmm. is a scrimmage, but you have not had any real – you know, if you had your your typical week three preseason, it's our ones against your ones for at least a quarter, and then you right. kind of get a better idea, and we haven't seen that. Uh, so I like uh, San Diego because, you know, first time you step on a field, uh, <laughs> it's a tall order. Yeah. I think he's going to perform well as, as moving forward, but I like San Diego. In this. I mean, not San the, Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I, know, I probably said it too, whatever. Yeah. For the first time since 2014, Tom Brady is an underdog. That's crazy. New Orleans is Brees. yes. The Bucks and Saints play in New Orleans. New Orleans is only, and this is at home. They're only a three and a half point favorite in the dome. Well, I mean, offensively, Tampa Bay's got a lot of weapons, and you know now they have Brady. You know, he is up there, 43, 44 years old. I'm still taking the Saints at home. You know, I. I, I still I, I like New Orleans even without their crowd. You know, one of the greatest things about New Orleans is their crowd really gets into it. I have, really I have these teams splitting, and it's a home home. So I, I had the yeah. Saints in the dome. Yeah, and uh, you know, speaking of guys getting up there, Drew Brees. This is really the old man bowl. It's the it? old man game. <laughs> but I like I like uh, New Orleans at home. Mm-hmm. It may take a game or two for Tampa Bay to get in sync again. Always does. I mean, if if I'm going to have a guy that's not had any, any preseason snaps but ready to go, it's a good Tom Brady or, or Drew Brees yeah. are two pretty good guys to have there. So uh, that kind of cancels it out. So I, I think that uh, I've got to like uh, New got Orleans at home. Four more games in four minutes. Can we do it? Yes, yes we can. Yeah, we can. Cardinals will be traveling to Santa Clara to be playing the 49ers. I got the Niners winning this game. San Francisco's favored by seven. Yeah, this is my dark horse team. Is because I like Cardinals. Murray. I like Clingsbury. Uh, they got the then they get uh, the wide receiver from Hopkins. Houston, Hopkins from Houston. So they got him a target. So I like, I like. They're a fun team. You see yes. what I mean? I mean they're a fun mm-hmm. team. I know but what you mean. I think uh, that at home at uh, San Francisco is going to take care of them because uh, their defense is so good and their defensive line is so good. Uh, but I think the Cardinals are going to be a fun team. Keep an eye on them this year. The late night game Sunday night in the new multi-billion dollar stadium in L.A. that there will not be a single fan in probably all year. The Rams host the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are coming to town. Dallas is a two-and-a-half point favorite on the road in L.A. We're going to see if that Dallas offense is... Is what what they say it is. I guess I mean, we will. I, I say, got the Rams though. I would say that you know somebody made the analogy is you needed uh, you needed some plumbing, so you decided to redo your floors or something like that. You know, you, you yeah, improved one I know, part, but not I know. You, As Colin yeah, said that, yeah, something to, to that mm-hmm. to that nature. Essentially, but yeah, what he said because they was, needed defense. They needed defense. They needed defense, and they got another wide receiver. Yeah. And 
Their, their offense is going to be the Instead re- of fixing the plumbing, you painted the house. Or something, something yeah. to that effect. Y- yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I kind of agreed with that. I said it's not a bad analogy because they didn't. I mean, when you draft, you got to draft what you need. Mm-hmm. And then Now they and, did and, get a cornerback in the second round. Yeah, but Jerry Jones likes likes the flash, likes the glamour. Got got, so, listen, I'm either going to pay off or it's going to not and just – they're going to have a tough year. I like year. Dallas's offense. I, I think Prescott's going to put all the offseason stuff behind him, and, and they're going to have a good game, even though it's on the road there in L.A. I mean, I'm excited to see this field, you know, because they're playing in the soccer stadium, you know. So I guess they're planning on keeping the team there, at least for a few years this time. But uh, yeah, I like I That's like Dallas to go stadium. in there and, and beat the Rams. Well, they share that stadium. It's going to be them and the Chargers okay. stadium. So uh, Monday night, first game Monday night. There are two Monday night games this week. The Steelers and the Giants that is at MetLife. I have the Steelers. Steelers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. It depends on the you know the development of the of, – of, uh, tell me the guy's name. And, Daniel and the, Jones. Jones. And, 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 the, and for the Giants, you know, he's second year. Yeah. They're going to face a tough uh, Pittsburgh defense. Roethlisberger is back. I'm interested to see if he's going to play – I mean, you know, he can't be at the level he once was, but – is he 85, 90% of what he once was? I, I think it's, we'll it's going to be interesting to see. But, yeah, you got to like Pittsburgh in this game. Giants still mm-hmm. rebuilding, and, and a lot of people have Pittsburgh as a contender. Final game that we'll be covering, and it's the last game Monday. The Tennessee Titans will be going to mile high to play the Broncos. Broncos are now without Von Miller, it looks like, probably for the rest of the year. What did he do? What happened? It was some sort of tendon. Oh. Some sort of tendon. He had well, surgery tough. on it. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. Man, that's tough. Tennessee is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in mile high. I'll be honest. I probably will take Tennessee to win this game. I had Denver making the playoffs, but that was me expecting for there to be full force with right. on defense with Von Miller. Uh, but to me, even with Von Miller, I don't see anybody stopping Derrick Henry uh, on that defense. You know, <laughs> and I and I was one of the ones that said last year, there's no way they can keep giving that ball to Henry and keep winning and being competitive, and that's exactly what they did, and it's going and to, they add Jadavion Clowney. Yes, and and they yeah they won the Clowney sweepstakes, didn't they? Yes, so that, they did. that I mean that. But how many games is he going to play? You know, is he going to play ten? Is he going to play twelve? He said he said you he know? wanted to be back with Mike Vrabel. So okay, maybe Vrabel so, will get the most out of him that so nobody we'll, else could. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah, Tennessee. Uh, I, I I like them on the especially since you told me about Miller. Somehow I missed that one. When did that happen? This past, like this week. Okay, it happened this like week. Middle okay. of this week. So, yeah, Tennessee, I think, is still in the mix. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're dynamic enough, you know what I mean, to to compete with the Kansas City, to compete with the with I think the they can make a playoff spot, though. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I like Tennessee in this game. And with that, that's going to wrap up today's Saturday morning Shock Jock Show. Uh, that is actually what we're just going to call this now. I know we have the Shock Jocks podcast during the day, but we are all Shock Jocks here on Saturday mornings. It is also brought to you by Friendship of Forest City, Friendship Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge, and Friendship Nissan. Also want to say a big thank you to Mitchum's Kitchen, who supplied us with breakfast this morning. With that, from Tom Centifonti, Hunter Yancey, JP is in there, and we will see everybody next time. Have a great weekend from KTC Broadcasting.